So is this your job or a nice little hobby you've got for yourself? My hobbies include... That's my hobby. America. Episode 482. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. Boom! Hot take! I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, everybody. It's the Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Hervey's Podcast. The only show hosted by a jealous failure. Wait, what? I'm your host, Carl. With me today, she's an internet tube, but a devil verse annoying from once over with Kaylee. It's Lucy Tightbox. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. Also with us, the man that I did not allow to call in sick from the All Apology Studios. It's Trucker Andy, a.k.a. Andy Q. Pollock. What's happening, Andy? Let's talk shit. Andy is remote today, but you won't even notice. I didn't even have to bring it up. No one would have known. <laughs> or cared. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voice number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show live, as all these fine people are doing right now. Anytime after we do the show, it is up there for you to check out. I have coordinated with the Dick Show. We have a crossover event next Thursday. We'll be recording that. It'll be out. Friday, but you can watch it live if you're on our YouTube, Patreon, or Supercast. Also, we have to schedule easy for you to say the final installment. I know. Listen, I'm not saying that you're the one holding us back. I am. I'm stoked. I need to get it scheduled. I know. We're all very excited about it. (laughs) Great. You guys just, you don't want it to end. I don't. don't. (laughs) I don't, but I I also want to get all the right people involved, too. So So I got some ideas. We'll talk later. No, I know your notes. No, Andy. I'm with you. (laughs) I'm with you on that. (laughs) Andy's sitting over there like, what the fuck? It's enough already. (laughs) (laughs) But the big news is tickets are on sale. Ah. WATPLive.com. Go to our website. There's a link right on the homepage of our website, and you can purchase your tickets. It's March 22nd in Largo, Florida, which is the Clearwater area, also near Tampa. Wow. You can fly into Tampa, fly into Clearwater, or drive into Largo and come to the show March 22nd with Revenge of the Sis. All the guys are going to be there. All the gals are going to be there, Lucy and Jenny. We have Cardiff's going to be there. Tukey's going to be there. It's very exciting. Uh, more announcements to come on that, but get your tickets. It is assigned seating. So you purchase your seats and I have to say this, I'm going to try to make sure it's described better on the website. <laughs> meet and greet is separate from the show. If you buy meet and greet, that doesn't get you into the show itself or the buffet <laughs> or the buffet. That's also, no, that, that, that's not confuse things more. There's two <laughs> things you can buy a ticket and a meet and greet, get them both while they're still available. Also, we encourage our listeners Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts and the shit all of us in the comment section. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the hobbies category. We've each brought a different show, and you, the listener, will be able to vote on which one was the worst. Before we get into it, let's talk about last week's results. We had the worst audio drama podcast. Coming in at second place with 29% of the votes, that would be... 
Yours truly. Ham, 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 hamburger world order. <laughs> H-W-O. <laughs> I was on uh, Tukey Soup this morning <laughs> and having a lot of fun with my new drops that I got from uh, the Jiggles Department. I haven't even listened to this one yet. Pro, 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 producer Chris World Order. <laughs> P-C-W-O. <laughs> nice. Well, I thought those were obnoxious right up till now. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, let's not forget about our boy David Chandler. Dave, 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 David Chandler, World Order, DCWO. She was part was having some fun with that. So I took second place. So now it's between. Can I get a drum roll? Do we have a drum roll on the we board somewhere? Do, All right. This is between ready? Lucy with Inspector and Andy with the Flame. Coming in at 51% of the vote. Lucy Tightbox, everybody, winning yet again. You're great at this game, Lucy. Wow. I'm shaking a little bit. Amazing. You guys did so amazing. I really did not expect to win. Thank you, guys. I love Lucy. It was a nice touch right there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Andy, what did you bring to the show today that I wasn't expecting? Yeah, what'd you do? (laughs) Stayed home. You're welcome. Thank you. I do appreciate that. All right, Lucy, that means that you're going to be up first. Okay. And you're going to present what you thought was the worst podcast you could find in the hobbies category. And uh, ring the bell. All right. So I think I know what a hobby is. So I don't think I'm going to have the same debacle that we had a couple of weeks ago. Who knows, though? Um, today, we're going to be looking at Jill from My Heart is in Vermont. Okay. And she is so entwined in her hobby that she is going to start out the episode that we're checking out by showing off her hobby instead of describing what it is to us. So we will check out clip one, and I would like you to figure out what her hobby is. Well, there's a, uh, a baby in a nursery. It says, welcome home, Pedophilia. Oh. <laughs> so there's a crib with a crib box in a it. Box in the crib. Ooh. I know what it is. Mail order babies. Yes, I knew they it. Come in the box. Yes. That's right. Yes. Amazon has everything now. It's amazing. Yes, uh, the white babies are on back order. You'll notice. <laughs> <Just> FYI, <laughs> so you need it now. <laughs> All right, so um, we definitely, it's a little hard to tell what the hobby is just yeah. from this intro, right? So let's check out clip two and see if we can clear up what exactly her hobby is. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Jill. I am a reborn artist and a collector. And in today's video, I am so excited because I have a box opening from Jacqueline Kramer. Yee! Okay, so you might still be a little bit confused. Yeah. I hate her. Yes. Um, she said she was a reborn. Yes. So that sounds bad. Yeah, it is. I don't know what that is, but it sounds bad. Uh huh. So Jill loves reborn dolls. Okay. So Jill's hobby is reborn dolls. Are those dolls that have found Jesus? What does that mean? You know, you would think so. I do but think so. I'm, I'm pretty confident that it is not. They are hyper realistic okay. fake babies. Do you fuck them? What do you do with these things? You um you role play with them. So oh, you so I was right. <laughs> Dan Harmon like you Dan Harmon. <laughs> so you simulate real life with a baby. So collectors and hobbyists, they pretend like this. So you ignore doll. <laughs> Father of the year over here. Producer Chris, everyone. I'm sorry, please continue, Lucy. <laughs> 
Um, all right. So before I get into Jill and before we actually check out Jill's podcast, because this hobby, because the Reborn Dolls hobby is so entwined in its community, it is it, the community is like absolutely insane. The dolls sell for five hundred to two thousand okay. dollars. They do all sorts of role play with them. They take them out for walks. They dress them up. They bottle feed them. Um, <laughs> So I wanted to show you a little bit about the hobby in general before we get into Jill. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that they like to do is they like to bring their babies out into the world with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, which is super weird. Super normal behavior. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they, and then when people are like, oh, let me see your baby, they get all excited about it. But probably the weirdest thing that I discovered was the um, diaper blowout role play, which is unfortunately what it sounds like. Oh, you have to pretend to be disgusted by this? Or really disgusted by this? You have to shit into the diapers, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's in these diapers, but we are going to watch a clip of a compilation of some diaper role play, uh, diaper blowout role play in clip 19. All right. In today's reborn video, oh. sweet little Lola. Right, that, that looks like peanut butter. That looks like a lot of peanut butter. I was not ready for that. Wow. Thumbs yeah. up fast. Whoa. Oh, it's all over I'm the bed and everything. Ethiopian. Oh. Ethiopian food. Pumpkin pie filling. Oh, okay. okay. Sweet potatoes. Yeah. There's a UTI, though, for sure. No, no. Chicken wings, <laughs> wait for it, that I had last night. <laughs> yeah. oh, In today's Reborn video, sweet little Lola <laughs> has a big diaper blowout. <laughs> Ew, it is a number two. Oh my god, I was that one, right. one in the that looks real. Oh, that that's, is a oh, that looks real. diaper. That looks real, that's, real. That's chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he finds it funny. If she that's tastes not that. part of potty training. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the babies are playing with their poopy diaper. Oh. <laughs> that's got to be what Suttering John's floor is like. It's covered in shit. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, there was not hemorrhoid blowout role play for this, unfortunately. Yeah, that's so. my hobby. That's gross. <laughs> Holy um, shit. Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a background of the hobby. That's how All weird right. these weirdos are. going for the win. I get it. They're they're very, very weird people. It's very try-hardy. The, the question, though, is why is Jill the worst of these podcasts? I would okay. like to point out Jill has about 100,000 followers on YouTube. Wow. Compared to a lot of the other members of the community who have 2 million followers Jesus. on YouTube. Now, a lot of what the community does is make TikToks because you can imagine that you might, as a voyeur, be interested in what the fuck these idiots are doing for 30 seconds, but not the YouTube videos. So it's shocking to me that they have this many followers on YouTube. Wow. What so we- laughing at jerks is, was not a good decision on my part. It seemed like one. Yeah, at the I thought time, at the time, I'm yeah. like, oh, this will blow up. Yeah. No, I'm at 22,000 still. I mean, it's going to blow out. So, Ugh. You know. Um, all right. So, what makes Jill the worst? Uh, for starters, she is annoying. We already got to see a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but we are going to check out a little bit m- more um, about what makes her so annoying. So, her hobby is largely making these dolls. So, she is an artist, she paints them to make them look realistic. Mm-hmm. But in this particular video, we are going to get to see her adopting a baby into her collection, which is the terminology that she uses. So we'll check out clip three. Now, as some of you guys know, I only have one baby in my collection right now, and that is... I'm sorry, that's not a collection. (laughs) I have a collection of electric bass guitars. I have one. (laughs) 
What an idiot. Because she started off by saying she was a collector. All yes. Right, sorry. She thinks she is. <laughs> Collection right now. And that is Prototype Realborn Martin by Jacqueline Kramer, who I have lovingly named Clementine. Ugh. Lovingly. All right, so now she's going to explain to us that she is getting a new reborn doll into her collection. She is adopting this extra special baby because it will be a sibling to her existing doll, Clementine. She should wait for this one to grow up a little bit, I think. (laughs) Uh, Bad news. Uh, It's not going to happen. No, I don't think so. It might shit its pants. We don't know. Um, so she has to store her collection somewhere because it's a gigantic collection. (laughs) Right, yeah. Um, so, um... You know, where is she going to do that? So she created a little nursery space, which we've already seen a little bit of in her bedroom. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. What does her husband think about this? That's a great question. Let's find out in clip six. Okay. This is my husband's side of the bed in our bedroom. He's such a trooper. What? He doesn't care at all. And I just think that's so sweet of him. But what? yeah. I've- what? No. I was being facetious. <laughs> he cares. He fucking cares. There is a husband? There's a husband. She's lying. There's I don't a see husband. a ring on that finger. Okay. She's making that up too. Bullshit. Yeah, she's probably going to die and sleep to the fucking, probably a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. This is my husband, and, Teddy. Yeah. And he cost a fortune, let me tell you. <laughs> oh. He's probably, he probably is like, has a broke dick and can't give her a baby. So he has to put up with this shit because she's just like, this is the best we can do. Hey, well, dick Bill. You're a sterile loser. <laughs> sterile loser. <laughs> so now he's going to trip over a fucking bassinet when he gets up to pee. Yeah, he has no backbone, that's for sure. Okay. Um, Andy, it's interesting that you brought up that, you know, he probably can't give her any kids. Uh, maybe we should check out, we're going to we're gonna jump ahead a little bit here, and we are going to check, check out clip 18, where she is going to be look at, looking at some of the clothing that comes with her new baby. Okay. This is a Cat and Jack romper with little raccoons on it. Sorry if you can hear my kids in the background. They're like right outside my bedroom door. Get the fuck out. They can't be quiet for the life of them, so. Pay attention to them! Go dress (laughs) them up in clothing! What the fuck? I have never seen you so horrified. I was not expecting that at all. I thought she was piping that. Maybe she is piping that sound in. Nope. Lucy, you buried the lead here. Uh, I would like to point out that all of the women who participate in this hobby... I think you can all guess that this is a woman's hobby. All of the women who participate in this hobby have kids that they are neglecting, that they fucking hate, that they are replacing with these baby dolls. How how often do the real kids go in and just punch the fake babies? (laughs) (laughs) The heads twisted around backwards like Martin. You got my fucking inheritance, you bitch. (laughs) I'm having a Clementine. <laughs> yeah, the kids are clearly so. Like, I watched a lot of clips from a lot of different real born, oh. reborn doll people, and all of them, the kids, you can like hear them in the background being like, "Pay attention to me." Oh, yeah, it's really, really depressing. Extremely depressing. All right, all right. So she already has this baby girl Clementine. She has her beloved doll, and now she is going to be doing this box opening where she has a new baby in it, and she's going to get some goodies in the package, including some baby clothes, which are going to reveal quite a bit about the baby so let's check out clip seven you really want to wait to the last second to tell me where to go i sure do <laughs> every time like, and, then, da, 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 and, then, da, da, and here so, we go. Seven, go 
<laughs> Seven. I, I told you I was hopping around this week. I know, but you can say the number soon. So, as you can tell, this baby has come to me as a boy. I don't know if I am going to keep it as a boy. Oh, boy. I might. I'm not sure yet. So, she's going to have a trans doll? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Well, let the doll decide. I mean, I hate to right. state the obvious yeah, let's here. let the doll decide on this <laughs> yeah, one. Right. The parent should Yeah, who am I to say? Right. So, I, I mean, she feels like she is the god of this doll, so yeah. she is probably going to decide um, in clip eight. We are Thank going you. to hear her decide all about I mean, gender. why pay for the cock and balls if you're not going to use them, right? It'd be cheaper. Well, you could save them. <laughs> I keep saying she, you guys, uh, because I think I want to name her Poppy. <laughs> um, so I just picture Clementine <laughs> and Poppy together, the two little sisters. You know what I mean? Why did she order a boy? If she wanted the girl, what's what is this? I think they're gender neutral, and you a, just decide. Okay, I was wondering if there's like other mental disorders on top of the mental disorders she already has. Good there, point. It, that's possible. Okay, Jesus quite God. possible. So she wants to spiff Poppy up. <laughs> Could you imagine giving someone a referral for this woman? Like, um, yeah, Doctor Underwood is probably the person you want to go see. The Doctor Underwood, was, yeah, thanks a lot for that fucking train wreck. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really want to talk to her once a week. <laughs> She's not even the biggest of the train wrecks. Okay, well, soldier on. She's crazy. So she wants to spiff Poppy up. You can see her in this last clip that we were looking at. She was um, brushing Poppy's hair with a paintbrush to make it look smoother. Okay. Um, in clip nine, we are going to see some other ways that she's going to make Poppy look her best. You guys, she's so cute. You should pick up a baby I'm by so the shoulder. I'm so happy with this baby. I can't wait to put a <laughs> uh, like brand new diaper on her. A brand new diaper? Did she shit herself in fucking transit? No, she just wants her to look good. Is that the face that she's always making? Yes. They, yeah. They're dolls. They're, it's... it's just really bad. She chose a crying baby doll for some reason. Uh, yeah, we'll never understand. 100,000 followers, huh? Yeah, 100,000. Um, and a successful artist in this community as well. Sure. Um, so we know that she's annoying. We know that she has an absolutely absurd holiday or hobby, but there is another reason that she sucks, which is that for the life of her, she cannot figure out how technology works. So we're mm. going to check out a couple of clips where she does not understand things like in clip 10, where she gets confused about how a camera works. All right, guys, what do you say? Let's get into this box opening. I'm going to do the extra items and goodies with this camera angle. Wow, guess what? Right as I was about to do the box opening, my camera overheated and I had to take like a 10 minute break and I made a little short in the meantime, but now I am ready to open this baby. So let's freaking do it. Okay, so I'm going to film the goodies part. Like She could have just edited that out and never told us that any of that happened. Right? I'm mad at her husband because there is not even any evidence that he hits her whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, maybe she doesn't make it very well. Maybe not. But he is busy at the bar talking about this shit oh right now. God, yeah. He's pulled up on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Now what my bitch is up to. Yeah. Can you believe this? There was another moment in this episode where she describes that her husband has absolutely nothing in the bedroom except for his side of the bed, which you will I notice that. is covered in frilly pillows. Um, yeah, he has there's no, no husband. There's no kids. Yeah. I'm convinced. 
It's all too convenient. Yeah, everything's great until they go out together for a day out and he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. This box just looks like a left leftovers from a garage sale yes. that somebody sold an idiot on eBay. Yes. It's not impressive. It's just like a bunch of garbage. So she bought she bought <laughs> See, Poppy. Seemingly. She bought Poppy secondhand. And she spends a, fi- a fair amount of time explaining that if you buy a doll directly from the artist, then you get this beautiful packaging. But if you buy it secondhand, then you get this garbage. Okay. Um, she probably spent like a thousand bucks on this doll, which okay. is insane. St- still cheaper than real kids. More insane, arguably. Um, all right. So she is bad at technology. She could not figure out how to edit all that stuff out. Um, and in clip 11, she is finally going to get the baby out of the box, but she is going to have a couple of audio issues. Wow. Wow. Just look at the cranial structure of this baby. That's beautiful. Wow, guys. Look at her. Look how magnificent this baby is. I'm shook. This is such a Sorry, I know my voice is like traveling all around, but I'm standing up now just like taking a step back to look at her. And wow, I'm so in awe. This baby really is impressive. Like, I'm. Could you dumb it down a shade? <laughs> Dylan from somewhere says, Don't babies always come out of the box when they're delivered? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Duh. Sometimes it's a prettier box. Sometimes, yeah. you know, depends. Um, well, now you can really see, like, the arm joints, like, the shoulder joints and the neck, how it's just yeah. assembly line put together. Yeah, it's not great. This this is, look, I mean, that, yeah, the, that's the not a thousand dollar color, baby. Well, the, the arms do look like, like, sausagey baby arms and baby <laughs> like fingers. Like <Sancho. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but then, we like, you can't figure out a way to, I don't know, just, like, make the... It looks like a fucking G.I. Joe figure slapped together. Well, your concern is touching. Mental illness can literally (laughs) drive you crazy. I don't think these people care how realistic it looks, obviously. (laughs) They do. They want to trick strangers into it. That's true. Yeah. My my point is there's there's a disconnect between the, the face, the quality of the construction of the arms and the face like that looks good that almost looks real but then you get to the way that it's put together and it looks like shit it's half real doll half gi joe so this is (laughs) yeah i forget what they call it they they call it like a a mold or something like that but the chest plate is the thing that you're drawing an issue with which i disgusted at myself (laughs) hey did your research it's good i learned way too much about this topic um, and you're supposed to do. Ugh, no, I don't want to know it ever again. So, all right, she sucks a lot. She also sucks at understanding how YouTube works, which mm-hmm. is again like her bread and butter. Uh, before we watch clip number twelve, I am going to tell you that Lenugo is the tiny hairs that are all over babies' bodies when they are born. Oh my goodness! Look inside her her mouth. You can see her top gum. Isn't that so cute? Her little tongue there. And look at her. You know, every time I try to show the Lenugo, um, since YouTube only does 1080 resolution at its highest, it never shows up. That is not true. Yep, I watched this in 4K. How old is this video? 
Uh, this video is about six months old. Okay, it definitely had 4K. Yep, they I sure did. I'm pretty sure it has 8K now, actually. Probably. Yeah. Um, so she's an idiot. Yeah. A complete fucking idiot. But also, that's fine. 1080 is fine. I'm good. I don't want to see it any I'll take your word closer. for it. I'm sure it's very realistic. All right, so now she's- trying to tell me that it looks cute, though. It looks like it's dying of scarlet fever. It's I not know. Cute. It's not an attractive baby. <laughs> this baby's not even hot <laughs> yeah i know carl's disappointed <laughs> all right so she's going to talk about how she selected the name poppy for this new little bundle of joy um and keep in mind that her other baby's name is clementine so in clip 13 jill is going to show us that not only is she annoying and bad at technology but she is an absolute idiot I made a whole list of names. I had Valencia on there because I was trying to think of a name that kind of played with um, Clementine over there. And since I thought she had reddish hair, I was like, oh, I should do another orangey themed name like Clementine and then like Valencia, like Valencia oranges. How about Trump? <laughs> <laughs> She did She did have a couple of other ideas. So we're going to check out clips 14, 15, and 16, which are all going to be on the topic of naming relating to citrus things. Or I was thinking like just citrusy, so like a lemony name, but like I could not find any good lemon names. Sunny D. <laughs> and then I was like, what about just lemon? But then I was like, no, lemon's not really, I don't know. God. How about Ford Fiesta? Those are lemons. Now I just need to hit up AJ and see if he can help me pick out a middle name to go with Poppy because I'm having a hard time with that. What would you guys give her as a middle name? What goes well with Poppy? I don't know. Poppy May? Poppy June? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Poppy was crazy? <laughs> Is that a good middle Poppy? name? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, okay, so if all of that does not convince you that this is the worst in the hobby podcast category, mm -hmm. we're going to end with a compilation of her making annoying noises for 45 seconds in clip 17. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh, so pretty. Oh, my goodness. You guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're so cute. Okay, bye. Stop making noise. <laughs> I hate this fucking show. And that is Jill. All right. Well, very good job, Lucy Type Box. You sure found a stinker there. Wow. I had a feeling the hobbies category would be wide open. It was a fun one. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I was wondering. I asked uh, Lucy before we started because she complained the first time I put out assignments. So I was wondering if it's getting better. <laughs> hobbies was an okay one. Well, complaining is your hobby, yeah, right? Exactly. That's a good point. I'm going to yes, make a podcast so about it. This one. Yeah. Actually, it makes a lot of sense. All right. I took second place. I will go second. And I'm going to present to you. Now, this is a show that's called LARP Tales Podcast, episode number 79. Now, this is a channel called To Have and To Roll. Now, this is a couple, a married couple, and they are really into LARPing, live action role playing. And they have a show. They have an episode number 79 
where they have the host Jim and Dylan from Fake Swords Real Feelings. And I want to introduce you guys all to Jim and Dylan. So you get a sense of uh, what we're talking about here. Jim and Dylan create content for sword fighting, TTRPGs, and they also have a channel where they cover LARP, and specifically Empire LARP here in the UK, the LARP that we go to under the name Fake Swords Real Feelings. So there's this LARP in the UK called Empire. It's some type of club. I went to the website, I looked it up. They all get together once a year in this place just north of London, and they have these giant battles on this field. They have these big battles and stuff like that. So they all, this is like a community with all these people who are who are into this. So you're probably wondering, Fake Swords Real Feelings, is that a clever name? What does that mean? Well, it turns out that our hosts, Oliver and Robin, Robin, you don't hear from very much. We'll get into her in a second. Oliver's very excited about the name of their show. So you, you said it yourself, Fake Swords Real Feelings has to be yes. the best name I, uh, a lot. We were so podcast. jealous when we saw that name. We were just like, oh, come we, on. We, we I hate it. <laughs> uh, if it helps, I think we peaked as human beings when we came up with that name. Like, that's the best thing about our channel. The and name we'll never is be better than the content by far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys, were you hit with the, the idea that Great Swords, or what is it, Fake Swords Real Feelings? <laughs> uh, it's not even catchy. Was something that you thought was like really clever or amazing? No. Yeah, I didn't think so either. So I was kind of curious, like, why is everyone carrying on about how great this is? And I'm just like, I think I stopped myself saying it at, at one point during a podcast. I'm just like, well, yeah, like, the swords are fake, but the feelings are real. Don't <laughs> like, suck yourself. We need that advertising, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a growth. <laughs> I have seen that. Like, I've seen with, like external audiences who don't do like LARP I do like we'd be like oh we have this thing called fake swords real feelings and I'd be like huh and then you say it to someone from LARP and they're like oh that's a great name yeah, the, <laughs> and the, the stark difference like it gets yeah it gets better every time every time you hear it ha good gag huh apparently there's nothing to this I thought I didn't know what the you know maybe there's another word for feelings or it means something else and LARPing or there was something else going on no 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 it basically means they play pretend, but they're really into it. Yeah, they're super passionate about their fake swords. Yeah, it's very similar, I think, to the hobby that you brought to us, where these are adults who are playing make-believe and are way too into it. I would I would even contest to say that playing make-believe is already ridiculous. Even just kind of half-assing it, that's ridiculous. But if you're playing make-believe and you're this excited about it, there's something wrong. You're missing something in your life. Who am I to say, though, well, right? That's a good point. You and I both hate adults that dress up at halloween correct but when it comes to unless they're bringing your dolls out in public something or yep. this shit yeah we will give them a pass it's just once a year <laughs> yeah right if yeah, this is what point. you do for fun that's on purpose point. yes holy fuck please continue all right so you guys re remember the movie role models now this is one of the few movies i've actually seen i'm proud of you yes <laughs> and i'm sure andy has i'm sure lucy has in the movie role models the uh, younger kids in it are into LARPing. Mm -hmm. And I believe it concludes with the role models getting into LARPing as well. Now, I asked my wife this today because I was working on this podcast. And I said, remember the movie Role Models? Did they portray LARPing as a cool thing in that movie? Do you remember seeing that and going, <laughs> that looks pretty sweet? Do you guys remember how that looked in that? 
The exact opposite. Okay, that's what I thought. So let's find out what got these guys into uh, LARPing in the first place. Really into like kind of role-playing through TTRPGs and that kind of thing. But yeah, like LARP had kind of been one of these distant things we'd heard about and be like, oh yeah. And you know, we've seen role models and things like that. And I was kind of like, oh, is it cool? Is it not cool? Well, we'd seen role models on one hand and then we'd seen like Drakenfest on the other and we're like trying to be like, and even then like low-key, I was like, that looks sick when I was watching role models. Oh, yeah, no, it looks very, very fun. It does look very fun. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that movie where they're goofing on this thing that these little kids are doing and going, that actually looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. If I get into that. I'd only seen a, a clip of role models and I saw LARPing portrayed on uh, what we do in the shadows, but I never yes. saw it in real life until the other day driving over here to do a show. Yep. And I almost literally drove off the road laughing my <laughs> fucking ass off. <laughs> it looked like uh, outtakes from the Holy Grail. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. 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 on one leg. <laughs> yes. yeah. All right. So Dylan had a, a wedding recently and it was a secret wedding he didn't want anyone to know it was a wedding so they said all right it's our 30th birthday party so he gets all of his relatives to come in they don't know what that's all about jim is the best man at this wedding and so jim's job is to organize a stag party now as jim will tell you he has no idea how to do such a thing he doesn't understand what a stag party is apparently (laughs) one of the big things about a wedding and being the best man is that your duty is to do the the stag party right and one i'm a loser so i don't have much experience at that oh i see this is good yeah (laughs) two it was a secret so i couldn't be like oh hey all the guys let's go do this thing why no reason i had to be like (laughs) what can i do what can i do that involves that i can do with just dylan and me you know and like LARP had always, as Dylan said, been kind of orbiting everything we do because we do a lot of martial arts. We have like sword fighting channels and stuff. Um, and we're just like insanely into fantasy fiction, you know? Um, Clearly. So I was like, what can girls. I do that'll bring all this stuff together? <laughs> yeah. And the obvious answer was LARP, you know? Um, so I was like, I'm going to sneak him into a LARP without him knowing and uh, <laughs> and it'll be his his stag party. So all right, but the great ideas for the stag party doesn't stop there. We're, <laughs> did they bring the strippers into the LARP? Great question. That comes after chess analysis. That's and, a very uh, good question. So let's find out. Jim had this brilliant idea to include into the stag party, like it was going to be his his test of metal was to prove himself yeah. to his his love, and that was going to be the whole theme of the stag was to. I, again, I was like, "That's a good idea, though, Jim." That's that's, 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 I was very proud of my idea. It is a very good idea. Um, it's a good execution. Idea. So he had to prove his love to his wife at his stag party. So they were fighting with their dicks, not with their swords. Maybe that would have been a better idea than what they actually did, though, because stag parties are about blowjobs from strippers and secrets you keep to your grave. That's what stag parties are about. <laughs> but these idiots are like, "Hey, why don't we like get dressed up and play with swords and stuff?" I know. Okay. Well, I thought we'd take a day off, but okay, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> well, these well, there's, guys... there's such a thing as stag parties where they have like topless women with paintball helmet like helmets on, uh-huh. and they the the, t- the naked chicks are just running around. And you shoot them with paintball guns. Have you ever heard of that? No. 
I'd like but to what, be invited to one that of these parties. Yeah. Yes. Why don't they have this where they have whatever, some topless fairy princess hitting you with a styrofoam sword? This, they would, he would love that. Nah, girls are gross, Andy. Let's keep that in mind. All right. <laughs> girls, girls are icky. You marry them so that you have a house where there's a basement that you can retreat to <laughs> to play with your friends. So they do not just RPG, but TTRPG. And I was not familiar with this acronym. Do you guys know what it is? No. I know you do, Lewis. I can tell by the look on your face. She doesn't know. You don't? Andy? Nope. All right. Tabletop role-playing games. Because there's so much role-playing with LARPing and also online, then now you have to specify that you're okay. just playing D&D with your buddies at the basement. Oh, okay. So leave the costume at home or well, it's optional? That might be optional. <laughs> that one might be optional for you. All right, so it turns out these guys aren't just into LARPing and swords and things like that, but they have this other YouTube channel that we might want to check out. Because, like, as I said, we did the we do um, an incredibly niche YouTube channel called <laughs> Way of the Heron, where we take the sword forms from the Wheel of Time. Oh my we... god, I was just about to say, oh my god, you do Wheel of Time stuff. Oh my yep. god, we do. Me too. Yeah, go check it oh, out. Way of the Heron. Oh man, I, I would I would ask you about what you all thought about the series, but this this podcast will become <laughs> an no, entire yeah, don't completely different, different sphere of conversation. I'll come onto your show and we'll talk. Props to Oliver, the host, for recognizing that would get them off on a tangent. I can remember early episodes of WTP right where I started ranking Ween albums in order, and I just just go on and on and on. Like, that's not <laughs> the point. Completely unchecked. That's right. not the point here. We gotta keep focused. I don't want to talk about your other channel, The Way of the Heron, that's also about swords, but swords from this series called The Wheel of Time. That's that's too far off the beaten path here for us. Let's get back to what's at hand here. Watch Robin get excited. Jim's going to show off his big sword. And watch <laughs> how excited Robin gets about those. Like, huge, like, big, big swords. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. um, your eyes <laughs> and we had made all <laughs> these wheel of time ass sword oh. forms for them so we were like oh this is you know um soren's cold embrace and this no is way. You know, wow <laughs> <laughs> and we have a little publication in the game where like it's like this is all the sword forms that house glade warden trains come train with us and we'll teach yeah. you them and all Can't this really kind of great sword well. uh, that, no, no, oh, that's you, amazing you can't, you can't that's that's really cool Wrong. It's not very cool. So, one thing that Robin, learned... Robin did make her uh, BBC face, though. Oh yeah, she did. She was oh, yeah. excited about that. He's like, "Whoa, I couldn't even handle that thing." Wow. I I respect both Robin's silence and her reaction to big swords. <laughs> yes. real swords, real I, feelings. I agree with you on that. So, I think that LARPing and TTRPG are very similar to death metal huh? and and black metal because. Nobody's just into it without creating it themselves. You know, it's one of those art forms where it's like, we don't just play Dungeons and Dragons. We created our own. And you can now read the one that we put together and order this. And we also build swords that go along with that. Then you can get those. Only fun for those doing it. Right. It's like, it's so lame that they're like, well, I could do this. Well, yeah, of course you could. Anyone can make up a story about saving. I know how to waste time. (laughs) (laughs) Dare me to. I'll show you. So these guys are obviously, they're into the swords. They're into writing these books about swords and doing all this stuff. So you got to wonder the combat 
the combat part of LARPing, the part that you and I think of as the main part of it, where you're actually on the battlefield, having it out. How big of a deal is that? Now, you might notice that the math is a little off here. I think combat is still probably my favorite part of Empire, yeah, although sure. I'm enjoying the, the rest of the game, you know, almost. It, it went from being like 80-20 to kind of 60-50, how much I enjoy combat yeah. and outside of combat stuff. Yeah. So he's giving 110% because <laughs> from 80-20 to 60-50, it's a real head scratcher there. I guess these guys aren't the uh, good at math style of nerds. He likes big swords that and we're used to. Math. Yes. All right. Let's find out more about math. You know, we've also heard from our buddy John all about alcohol math. We've learned at least schooled mm-hmm. us in that. We know all about how long a beer stays in your system. 60-50. That's the kind of beef I buy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good steak to me. <laughs> so this is LARPing math. If you're fighting... Uh, two people, yes, it's twice as hard as one. But when you're fighting three people, it's not three times as hard; it's six times as hard, and it, yeah. so it goes yeah. up. So you you can't take when when the, when it's four against one, you're just like, no, I'm never mind a whole line. Yeah, <laughs> would that be twelve times as hard? That's how exponents one? work. I'm wondering though if they know that because of the dice that you have to roll in those scenarios. Is that yeah. why? If you take out three guys, you got to roll the six-sided die. There's no prime numbers involved there. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's... I don't know. It was very exciting for me to learn that. That <laughs> fighting two guys is twice as hard. Three fighting guys. three guys, six times as hard. It's just math. All right. So Rob is not talking. We're 26 minutes into this show. She hasn't said anything. She finally decides to start having a conversation. It turns out she might be a slow adult. It was incredible, but you like like Oliver said, there was that sort of element of choreography there because it was quite cool for certain heroes to fall and certain villains to succeed and so on. And, and yeah, so it leads into the drama of Dawn, like so. It's yeah, perfect for that. Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I think her accent is Downs Abbey because <laughs> <laughs> she she is British, so maybe that's part of it, but. It's, there's something to rock right there. <laughs> and as I'm listening to these guys talk about this, they're talking about the battles they have. You know, they get dressed up in the armor and then they have these fights. And the one guy died the first time he ever went LARPing and he found out it was harder than he thought. It's really no different than pro wrestling. I was thinking about Vinny before the pandemic. He used to be part of this wrestling thing and he was a manager and he'd get up there and he'd be the bad heel guy yeah. and say his awful things. People would boo him and the guys would come up to the fight and... The only difference is armor is way cooler than Speedos and tights. <laughs> I just got to give me the LARPers on this one, I think. You're going to start LARPing, aren't you? No, I, I'm not doing any. I'm not pro wrestling. I'm not LARPing. Oh, any of both of those are going on the wheel of consequences. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. Oh, blew it. Vinny has to dress like a wrestler and I have to dress like a medieval knight. Yes. <laughs> and then we get into the ring. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. All right. Last clip I have. Let's not there was forget. much rejoicing. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's a little late. That's a good one. Let's not forget the amazing title they came up with for their show. Yeah, but yeah. So if you're into podcasts, check that out. And then... If or into more LARP, likely, if you're into LARP, fake swords, real feelings. And, and fake yes. swords, real feelings. Well, I was going to forget about fake swords. <laughs> no, and feelings. if you want videos on LARP, fake swords, real feelings. Uh, don't take it from us. Take it from other people who said it's the best LARP video name in the world. <laughs> yeah, the best, the best LARP video. It really is. Ever. Go, go. <laughs> So please 
when you see the poll on our Patreon, anyone can vote on Patreon. You don't have to be a member. Vote for Carl. LARP Tales Podcast from the To Have and To Roll YouTube channel. <laughs> Andy, what say you? I say that there is an overarching theme to this episode as well, mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of people that can't give up their childhood hobbies. Lucy's woman wants to play dollies into her, uh, you know, her young thirties and Carl's guys want to play swords and go, they want to go to the Renaissance festival and it's not enough to eat a Turkey leg and drink a beer. They gotta, they gotta really get involved. My guys want to play Pokemon go all all day, every day. Okay. And the show that I brought <laughs> but, but is they're called... like fourteen and thirteen years old, though, right? N- no, they're uh, uh fat bald parents. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and uh Lured Up Podcast is the show that I found, hosted by Ken and Adam. And in clip one, I uh, m- much like Lucy's show, I had to Google everything they were talking about. I'm I don't I don't know what a hundo is. I don't know. I don't know what a Pokemon is, but <laughs> it's a pocket monster. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What kind of weeb are you? But a, a, it's called lured up because lures, when you install them in Pokemon Go, will attract wild Pokemon to Duh. the Pokestops. <laughs> and you can battle each other to capture them in a gym. Yeah. So Ken and Adam are going to explain that in clip one. I just want to point out, I remember all of this terminology. This game was uh, huge. huge when it well, came out, but that was seven years ago. But, <laughs> right, yeah. Eight these years guys ago? are still playing and no it. no one's talked about this game in eight years. That's not true. It became it resurged during COVID because it was one of the only things that people uh, could do. So it was how so people... So it was popular four years ago. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was old news or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, all right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 295 of the Lured Up Podcast, where we take Pokemon Go way more seriously than we do ourselves. Today is Tuesday, December 26, 2023. I'm your host, Ken Pescator. That's Adam Tuttle. Adam, Merry hey, Christmas. Hey, everyone. Merry Christmas. Deli Bird season. It was a good deli bird season for sure. What? Well, yeah. So this is a lured up podcast, and I think they should try luring some Rogaine and Slim Fast to a real gym instead of a pokey gym. Did, you, did they <laughs> just say episode two ninety five? Because that would imply there's been two hundred ninety four episodes before this one. And clip two that I called a shiny hundo, which is t- terminology that I had to look up. The boys start recapping their holiday break accomplishments, and they're on the hunt for rare colors, a.k.a. a shiny, or top battle stats, a.k.a. a hundo. All right. Happy holiday. All right. Uh, How does this go for you? Did you you get some gameplay in? Did you do some remotes? We had the the boosted remote rate up to 10. How do you spell weird here? Why... W-Y, man. Oh, I did one. I did one. I got invited to one, and I did one. Okay. That's, that was it. So nothing, I did not get you, a shiny. You I did not get or... a hundo. Yeah. What's the fuck? Uh, I ended up working Saturday. Didn't plan on it, but I was working. 
And so that kind of threw a wrench into what that. What does he do for a living? And then I just had Go. so much stuff to do. <laughs> We worked on Saturday, which was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he Starbucks. works at Tar- Target. Noble. So can, Tar- yeah, you're right. Retail, yeah. retail. So he can get all the Pokemon shit when it first oh, comes Tar- out. Yes, you're right. Target's Wait, okay. a good job for that. So the bigger guy, most people who the do... The bigger guy. The, which guy is that? <laughs> the, the bigger of the two. The balder of help. the two. It doesn't help. Um, the guy at the bottom? The bottom okay, guy. Yeah, the, yeah. Bottom. the bottom. The bottom. The power bottom. All right, wait. Yeah. So... so I a lot of the time when people are play, playing Pokemon Go, they are walking. Clearly, these guys are not going for a lot of walks. I used to oh, know we're going to get into that. I okay. used to know a guy who did Pokemon Go, and he would drive around slowly in his car on yep. the sides of the road yep. in order to go to the gyms and get the Pokemon. How is your second ex? I have to, yeah. I have to imagine <laughs> that that's what these idiots are doing, right? Yeah, that would make sense because yeah. you can't be that fat and still walking. Right. Sounds like a wager. But... <laughs> I'll show you. And I just had so much stuff to do. I, I just literally wasn't on my phone. Yeah. All right. Well, that's holiday, dude. This is a, this is a tough time for and a lot of people It's literally the busiest time of the year for, sure. for me. Well, especially uh, if... Busiest time with my work. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're just yeah. packaging candy nonstop. Like, people were just destroying the shelves. Yeah, we were at the candy store. <laughs> Did you say packaging yeah, candy? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sir, you should not. He's a fudge packer. <laughs> and we called the other guy at the bottom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ad- Adam didn't get a hundo. I was kind of disappointed uh, though. That guy was just like, really? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, you're embarrassing us. Yeah. We're doing this show yeah, here. I know. Yeah. You're a hundo percent loser. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, in clip three called The Cost to Be the Boss, Adam also wants to bitch about the microtransactions that come with playing this dumb shit. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a tough pill to swallow, but at the same token, it's like I am still in that camp where the price is really high. No, th- it's very hard for me to like hit that oh, 195. Dude, you're right. And then like, you're right. Oh, do I really want to drop five bucks? And then I'm like, no, so uh, it's it's good because I always get there, and I'm like, eh, no, the 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 <laughs> the ninety nine cents to add a hundred coins. Yeah, though, yeah. Well, I'm down for it. <laughs> have you ever have you ever gone over your budget and kind of taken stock of how much you're spending on coffee or beer, and you you realize that maybe it's a little too much? Yeah. I, I'm scared. To know how much these guys are dropping on, yeah. like a dollar, five dollars at a time. Like, what? What their, does their accountant or wife think about how much money they're just pissing away on little cartoons on their phone? Well, he's taking a pause at a dollar ninety-five, so it sounds like he's being a little frugal. I, I yeah, also, but it, I hope. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to come up later. They're just like, oh, pff, I, I, I spent the five bucks and oh, no. this and that. You know, it's all all that shit is just a big money grab. Well, yeah, any, they're any game games, phone. and uh, there's a great South Park about it where it's like you pay this money to make the game oh, yeah. slightly better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, for those of you watching, you got to agree that wood paneling sucks. Yeah, wood paneling. Yeah. Do it, bro. What, what year is this? What year are you in? Losers. <laughs> Clip four, Ken's going to show his uh, shiny weird ear as if anyone gives a fuck. 
them because on the screen right now i do have Whoa! my shiny weird ear that nice! i did get oh, very shiny from, i mean oh uh, good who cares? good from i mean if kitty. you spent money on the game you deserve to have the shiny yep. one kitty from go hub see i'm good at the game because i spend money that's like like oh. how do you train in this that game? feels like a pay-to-play model that's there, the Ken. look man when we say we're training <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay the price you know what i mean like this is how we <laughs> this is how we pay um but no, it's a, it's a good shiny. It is it is a, a, a definitely a, a good looking shiny. It was bucking. Is it? <laughs> Let me translate this you to the normies that. out there. What he's describing is the L.A. Dodgers. You have to spend money to be good. I get that. Yeah. I understand the analogy. All right, right. So, but what are you supposed to do with it? You you take this to a gym and fight it against Pikachu. But it's a, but it's a purple Pikachu, so it's even better and. Then you, then what? You go to a fireworks display and you're impressed by the loud colors. You showed up that on what YouTube, this is, Andy. You is that up. what this is for? <laughs> you you lord it over people. Yeah, right. This is, this is for people that are scared to take drugs, right? Yes. Just do drugs. Just do drugs. Yeah. So much better for you. Wasting easy. money on this. Yeah. It's less embarrassing. Okay. You wake it up in the gutter. Way less embarrassing than this. <laughs> Were you playing Pokemon all night? No, actually, I lost my phone. Oh, good. All right. Excellent. I'm glad to hear your life is in order. <laughs> that's, that's great news. Now let's go get you some more drugs. <laughs> so to Lucy's point, the whole the whole model of this was to kind of get out of the house and go find these yes, things and correct. explore your community. And there you have... Uh, Events called raids, where the big boss Pokemons are out there for you to show up in battle, and they take over a gym. And uh, I, you know, it's seemingly the fun, playable part of the game, unless you're Adam in Clip Five, Carl. Go plus that could raid for you. You need, you know, just... where's the go? The go raid plus 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 plus. Ultra. That's what we need. Where you just click it and it like auto raids. Jeez. That's what I need. Any invites that come in, it just auto reads. <laughs> so Adam can't even be bothered to play the game. He just wants the, to play it for him. The trophy to show up on his <laughs> right in, on his phone. <laughs> oh, look at look at my bowling trophy that says uh, Jeff Smith, Adam. Oh yeah, but it's my it's on my shelf. <laughs> that, you didn't I even be do honest. anything. That's how I was with Angry Birds. I would just hand it to my <laughs> wife. Could you beat this level? I just. <laughs> And then I'd brag about it in bad practice. <laughs> yeah, how are you, how is it fun though? You you pay five bucks and it just shows up on your phone. Great, Pretty sweet, real fun. Yeah, okay, clip six. This one's called "You Got Scammed." If you thought the game wasn't about bilking losers out of their life savings, one to five dollars at a time, Adam <laughs> is going to prove you wrong. But holy crap! If you come out with an event and it says <laughs> Deli Bird is going to be appearing, no matter what your sleep is. And I pay, okay, okay, I, you know, I paid for the, the card or whatever that makes your camp, the good camp set. Um, and I paid, I got the green one, so I had to spend another five wow, bucks. Wow, no, full disclosure, no longer free upset. to play in Pokemon Sleep. So, yeah, right? So I paid the $10, you know, whatever. <laughs> I got my good camp set. I pumped, I leveled up all my guys. I pumped up so much. My thing was at like Master 6 or 7, and I was like, let's go. Never... Did I see a deli bird? You hype up this, and then you take it away. I blame the Federal Reserve. We've been printing money oh in this God, country for fuck so up. fucking long. Really the money supply is out of control. 
I knew you were thinking the same thing just now. <laughs> I, I actually got distracted. I was trying to name the Pokemon that are behind him, and I got Pikachu in the top <laughs> right. I know. And then I'm <laughs> right behind his chair right now, I believe, is Squirtle, and I think you can imagine why I got distracted by that one. I see. Yes. Okay. And then that was where my mind you know, I'm just I was thinking... not thinking about the Federal Reserve. Oh, okay. I thought you were. No. I was just thinking... So you got two fat, bald guys with beards. One's wearing glasses. And Lucy goes, you know the fat guy? Yeah, you know the fat <laughs> He's guy. fatter. Than the- Why don't you see the guy with the glasses? I was watching this, and I'm thinking, Lucy, are you excited about that dating contest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did you find yes. out what D-Lux looks like? He's I not really fighting sharks. <laughs> Contestant number three. He loves Pokemon Go. It's good. <laughs> I would like it if everybody told me their hobbies, actually. No, you know what they should say? Which episodes of WATP offended you? You learned a lot about that these That feels people. like way too... <laughs> All right, never mind. Don't you... Who's Are you writing the questions, Lucy? Who's writing... You That's just put question. the question on the list. Yeah. There you All go. Right. There. All right. Both questions added. Clip seven, solid analysis. This clip sums up the show for me. We are uh, in part two of the winter, the winter event, and this brings us the uh, the the costume Psyduck, but also Vanillite Shiny, which is a, another good shiny with a really cool purple. Uh, but this will be running through the thirty first to the end of the year, so that's where we're at right now. The Psyduck can evolve to Golduck with the hat, which is cool. Uh, timed research, you know, wild encounters. I got the shiny Alolan Vulpix, a couple of those, but I got got another one today. Uh, Evie wearing the holiday hat. This is a good chase because there's so many variants. So people were really going hard on this one. Giggity. Uh, Deli Bird is still sticking Giggity. around in there. Cub Shoots. Galarian Daramaka. Another one people are always going for. And then Cryogonal. Still additional chances to get that. I get the same look on my face when I hear sportscasters talking about March Madness. Or... Tom Myers telling a political joke. <laughs> it's like, what, you, what the fuck is even going on? Do you know what this reminds me of? Growing up, both of my siblings worked at McDonald's. Remember Monopoly? Oh, yeah. yeah. And people would, like, do, yeah. Would, would have the boards out, and they'd have all the things filled in, and they were just looking for this one rare thing and that one rare thing. Like It would get just like this. Do you know the story behind yeah. that? I do. I saw yeah. the documentary. Amazing. It is hilarious. Super fucking great. Fucking Mafia is just like, let's get involved in this thing. That looks fun. <laughs> All right, a clip eight, you might be asking yourself, I'm investing a lot of money into this game. What is in it for me? Uh, but event bonuses, here we go. Triple dust, man. Triple dust, double catch candy. So we got a double bonus here. Uh, the triple dust is typically enough to bring people out on its own. Now we have triple dust plus the double candy. This is pretty cool. I dig this. The usual other stuff, double the chance of candy XL for level 31 and up, three-hour lures and incense, uh, snapshot surprise, Additional special trade. Trades require 50% less Stardust. They are going to be doing the four-star Dartrix raids. Another good one for uh, All your right, unique. That's cool. I yeah. like mm-hmm. I like when they have that. Wow, candy and dust? <laughs> Sign me up. Two X. You get candy, my five though. bucks. Two X. I get I get computer dust and you get my money. Sound sounds great. Sounds great. What what a great investment. All right, but clip nine. This is really why I brought this uh show because our friend brian johnson is from red bank and uh so are these guys and he needs to know what's happening in his hometown so this is what i recommend if you have a group find a spot even if you got to go somewhere 
where even after hours, even if you can't play with your group, meet up with them and say, hey, let's go eat dinner at 5 o'clock, 5.30, whatever, and at this spot because there's a gym there and we can do Dart Trick raids and get additional spawns. Like, this is so awesome in Red Bank because the event ends up going like an extra hour and everyone's still catching and raiding. It's just, it's it's fantastic. And there's two gyms within range of where we eat at Surf Taco. So it's like, it's really Ooh. good. The spawns are just like nonstop. So it's, it's, it's good stuff. And we've developed a relationship with the restaurant Surf Taco in Red Bank now. That whenever there's a community day, we go there. I put I put them on the flyers. You know what I mean? Like I, I reach out to them before I'm like, yo, I'm bringing a group, you know, twenty people or something like that at five o'clock. Be ready. Uh, and it's great. They they know us. They they love us. They welcome us. They put the tables together for us whenever Do we go they? there. And it's They're just... like you're the guy with the tofu. Exactly. Here you go. <laughs> they went as far as to put the tables together for them. They love us there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, taco place is right next to the Kevin's comic book shop in Red Bank. So, oh, I, there's I, a gym I, nearby. Sweet, we should all meet up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I heard that, I was like, oh shit! I just cornball. All right. So, uh, clip ten. When it comes to money grabs and pissing away your kids' life savings, some of these Pokemon events even. Uh, Ken and Adam are skeptical about them. But it says, celebrate the start uh, the start of the new year with our New Year's event. Keep an eye out for costume Pokemon making their debuts, new avatar items, and the return of some familiar Pokemon wearing party hats. Yeah? Yeah? No. All right, good. I'm glad he gave him nothing. <laughs> At a certain point, I'm sure these guys are having fun playing this game or pretending to play this game or whatever they're doing. At a certain point where they're talking about new colors and hats and party hats, do they have to stop and go, wait, why am I excited about this? What the fuck? <laughs> Come on, Ken. Jigglypuff is wearing a New Year's Eve party hat. <laughs> I don't think he's that impressed. Yeah. You don't want to go uh, wandering around Patterson, New Jersey at midnight looking for this? <laughs> <laughs> Patterson's a shithole, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you had this New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, after Ken shits on the New Year's event, he quickly 180s and has a strong opinion on the evolution of Jigglypuff. And we have Jigglypuff that can be evolved to Wigglytuff wearing a ribbon. It's a really cute one. little uh, white and blue pattern. Super cute. Uh, it loses the white when you evolve it up to Wigglytuff. I like Jigglypuff's ribbon way better than Wigglytuff's ribbon. Uh, Why? <laughs> what are you talking Wait, about? What What are you talking about? The the gay the, the the little bow on the one cartoon character is way cuter than the other bow on the other cartoon character. Carl, don't you get it? I don't. I, I'm not understanding. These guys look like they should be at a metal show right now, and they're talking about how cute the bow is on this cartoon avatar. I didn't even <laughs> notice the bow. It looked like one was skinnier than the other. I I wasn't paying that close attention, but. All right, we hear a lot of shows throw to commercial, and usually they just come right back and there's no ad. But these guys actually do go to a commercial break, but they keep the live stream going. It's only the audio is cut out for the commercial, and they're just sitting there chatting, and you're going to hear some, like, the hot goss. And Adam is going to talk 
about the Christmas that he gave his son. It's a good Christmas. I think I did I did good. Cause it's I'm I'm really good at the gift giving. It's uh I don't usually ask for really anything. I mean I did ask for a Lego bonsai tree. And I got the it. truth comes it's out right here behind me. Oh, that's oh. cool. I know what you're talking about. I, I did no the green. No one told but me there was gonna be both things. So I, I just went for the pink. <laughs> I was I was do that too. Bob Johnson says check their hard drives. Yes. Yeah. Let's get the FBI in there now. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. You're a grown man, a father playing with Legos and Pokemon. And his son's like, Can I play too? And he's like, you get out of here, AJ. You suck at raids. Yeah, right. What, what do you, what do you Le- mean? Lego's the least embarrassing part of all of this. If this guy's oh, just right. putting together an X-Wing, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll let it yeah. slide. <laughs> and yet you don't like it when grown women play with dolls. No, I find that disturbing <laughs> when they're cleaning whatever that chocolate pudding shit was. <laughs> walking them down the street. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, in Jan- January is approaching, so Ken and Adam are going to look at what's known in Pokemon as the Therian forms, which is the... Where they... they are, the Pokemon like Jigglypuff, so evolving to Wigglytuff, and eventually to its ultimate Therian form. Okay, so these course. guys are going to look. Yes, obviously, duh. And uh, but you know they're not really uh, all that impressed with what's on the horizon of Pokemon right now. Uh, in the key art, we have the Therian form Swords of Justice, Tornadus, Landorus, Thunderous. Just looking at the key art, just looking at this first image, do the Therian forms, do it in your jellies at all. What? No. <laughs> I gross. don't think they do. It's, it's uh, I don't know, not too much excitement in the room right now. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I don't speak jive either, Carl. <laughs> do it in your yeah. jellies. <laughs> yeah. These guys are too hip for me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And maybe they're finally uh, realizing what everybody else has already realized, that this is not that impressive. It's a game for children. Right. Huh. All right, last clip. I uh, love that he was so impressed with that cute bow, but then they turned yeah. into like, these weird-looking fucking creatures. Like, this is lame. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. more Let's get back to the bow. Yeah, right. what, are we, what are we doing here? Uh, the boys are on to the fact that the January events won't include new Pokemon to catch. Okay. Because they, they kind of understand how this works. Uh, last clip, clip 14. Uh, I don't know. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of new stuff uh, kind of giving us, we're going to have to like, look at the events that are coming. The uh, dazzling dream, lustrous odyssey, taken treasures, like, Perhaps we have new Pokemon released during those events, but whenever we have a new legendary or mega or something like that, we get the question marks, right? There's no question yeah, no, sure. no question marks in January. So if we do get new Pokemon, it won't be legendaries. So that's a little bit tough, but look, <laughs> we want a forever game, right? We want this game to have legs. They do fair. have to pace themselves. <laughs> this is insane you can't have paved roads if you don't pay your taxes ken (laughs) right what's crazy to me i've said this a million times there's always been people like this but they hid they hid away from the rest of society because they felt ashamed and now they're going on the internet 
and making 300 episodes about how into yeah. this stupid video game they are. What happened? Podcasting happened. <laughs> Melania Trump ended bullying. So now everybody can wear their dork badges on their the front of their shirts and nobody's going to pick on them. This is a controversial statement. Except us. But I think we need either Russia to invade or Hamas or oh, right. someone's got to do something because this shit wasn't going on in 2001. The, the fourth quarter of 2001, this shit wasn't happening. Normally, I would say that is an extreme idea, but I will allow this. Thank you. <laughs> Lucy seemed taken aback by that day. For some reason. Shocking. All right. So we'll have it up on our Patreon. Anyone can go and vote. Tell us who you thought brought the worst podcast from the hobbies category. We might have to revisit this one again. There's a lot going on here. So you can vote for Lucy. She brought Jill from My Heart is in Vermont with Reborn Dolls. Reborn Dolls. Uh, You can vote for me. I brought the LARP Tales podcast. Or you can vote for Andy, who brought Lured Up Podcast. (laughs) All right. I need a palate cleanser. Please. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This week's cringe of the week comes in from Lucy's future husband, band practice guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's checking out what our boy Jerry Banfield is up to, writing more hit songs, more toe tappers. What kind of world do we live in where you can put all this crap on social media and get likes, but you meet a person who's attractive for real and it's like weird? Let me drop this love on your body 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 let me drop <laughs> this love on your body there, right? in the calm of the yoga studio mass lay side by side real beauty surrounds me in this peaceful time the scent of authenticity in every breath we take more alluring than any post picture they can make Next- i just want to point out this is the second song we talked about all the hot chicks at the yoga studio yeah, if everyone right. sees any of these videos they're gonna stop going to this place this guy's just <laughs> creeping on everyone <laughs> It's really funny. He's walking weird. around He's with a fucking hard on in his yoga pants. <laughs> Dropping low. <laughs> hey, it's three-legged Jerry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they shows the lyrics of this song. That was verse one. Now, typically, verses go into choruses before they become a second verse. But not, not with here. This is the second verse. Breaking rules. <laughs> Next to me, a vision. And her yoga stands so true. The girl next door and her element of fuel. Sports bra, yoga pants, unfiltered and real. And her presence of rawness, I can't help but feel. The stretch, the hold, every motion tells a story. Far from the world where life seek empty glory. I mean, I've, I've seen yoga pants before. It never inspired me to start rapping. Yes, this is very real. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've actually never seen Jerry Banfield's face before. You haven't? No, I've only ever heard him. Oh, wow. So now I'm inspired to start rapping. Did you think he would look like this? No. Yeah. I I thought it's weird to know how beautiful he was. I thought it would both be worse and better somehow. I don't really know. He's off-putting, but you can't really put your finger on it. I'm surprised by the wedding ring. Oh, yeah. No, he's married with kids. I I don't know that I knew that either. 
Oh, Has his much. wife heard I'm this song? You have song? a lot to learn. Oh, my God. You have a lot to learn about our boy. I'm very happy I don't know. Her strength in these posts, she makes silent appreciation. Or as someone will say, the sounds of the class and melody to peace. In this space, all life's echoes seem to cease. Breath in, breath out, a rhythm we share. In this moment, nothing else can compare. All right, he's starting to calm down a little bit. When he started, he was being very aggressive. Yeah. He's like, we're in the yoga place and everyone is calm. Like, all right. I thought... I know as he's reading, I think he's realizing, like, ah, I, was, I was getting a little bit too aggressive. His green, green tea is wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I should have had a cup and a half. <laughs> Let me drop this love on your body. Let me drop this love on your body. I think he's talking about dropping loads on this girl. <laughs> right next to him. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe rub one out before you go next time, Jerry. <laughs> Let me drop this love on your body. 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 With month your permission. In the share silent space. Occasional eye contact. A smile we embrace. Yeah. <laughs> a simple nod. An acknowledgement of grace. In these fleeting moments, our hearts subtly race. Once a crush formed, in these peaceful hours, a natural pull like bees drawn to flowers. Flattering yet scary, emotions unexpectedly stirred. In the quiet of yoga, without a single word. Hold a band on my finger, a promise I hold dear. To my beloved, my commitment is clear. These feelings, a human part of me. Yet my heart at home forever will be. My wife made me write that verse. I've never <laughs> in my life heard a hip hop diary before. But yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is weird. He was all horned up for like six or seven <laughs> yeah. verses, and they just like, and by the way, I'm a married Yeah, man. my wife showed up in <laughs> chapter seven. <laughs> Let me diary sure of a sad man. Ah, nice. <laughs> Andy with the so puns. In this class, I find a unique kind of bliss in the authentic beauty. An East Island wish, a celebration of presence in this shared journey. In yoga, we find life's subtle harmony. Oh, uh, I was wondering how I was going to rhyme that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's love each other in person. Get off this online crap. Awesome. I know that's ironic since I'm on Twitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drop this love on your body. Yeah, let's draw uh, some love on that body, Jerry. Please don't do it in person, Jerry. Yeah, just sounds like a figuratively. Felony. Sounds like a felony. All right, guys. On uh, this recent episode, I did an emergency broadcast on Monday. People are like, Carl, what do count an emergency? It's a joke. Anyway, <laughs> we had an emergency broadcast. <laughs> Andrew Brower was on the show. And that was very interesting. John reacted to that. I have some clips coming up in a little bit. John was none too happy with what Andrea Brower had to say on our show. But then I had a guy, Ian Hawk, on. And I didn't really know a lot about Ian Hawk. What intrigued me about him, he, he's a Patreon supporter, and he reached out to me, and uh, I was intrigued by him because I saw John over the holidays saying that he was calling the police on him. Whenever stuttering John's calling the police on someone, I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. I want to see what this is all about. I didn't realize that I was opening up a whole can of worms, that there was a lot more to this than just some fun pranks with stuttering John, and John wanted to call the police because I guess... Uh, Joey C was none too happy that we gave Ian a platform. And I'll just say this real quick. I, like I said, I didn't know what the deal was. Uh, observe and report when Ian was talking about sending deliveries to the house all day and night. I'm like, all right, well, that's 
not really cool. Let's As things were that. transpiring, I was watching your reaction change yeah. a little <laughs> like, bit. Uh, I don't know. That's not really what we're doing here. Let's <laughs> all so just have fun and watch the shows and stuff. But um, anyway, I decided because I had Ian Hawk on that I would give Joey C yeah. a platform to respond. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring Joey on the show, the baby goat. What? What's <laughs> happening? What's happening? Carl, I sent you a, a seven-second sound drop. Can you play that, please? Okay, I'm in now. I just want to make sure that I made my entrance. <laughs> okay, are you flying in like the Jetsons? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was expecting something more profound than that. I didn't know I like Joey it. was from the future. <laughs> I like that a lot. Very good. How you doing, Chris? How hey, are man. You? Good to see you. You know Andy, Andy and Lucy. Andy, I don't know you, um, but you were just criticizing a bunch of fathers that were have children that were talking about Pokemon, like little kids. Andy, you're a grown man that was talking about these grown men that have Pokemon cards. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but in a fun way that it's actually entertaining. Yeah, people, no, I'm not so. saying it's great. It was great. <laughs> Enjoy it. What happened was Ian Hawk was talking about that uh, he had some information about you, and apparently things were getting kind of personal. Phone numbers are being doxxed and things like that, and yeah. there's calls to the house, and then you're asking the police department to identify the actual voice of somebody because they're threatening awful things. So what I wanted to say to you is is two things here. First off, I do not condone people calling you and fucking with you in real life and your wife and everything else that's going on. But secondly, you got to stop reacting to this shit. That's well, what these guys want. They want you to react. They I want agree. you to call the police department, get all worked up. None of this is real. No one's actually going to do anything to your family. They're all just playing. That being said, if if you want to call it playing when a grown man who and Carl, I, I really got to say that I almost was got to disassociate myself with you because your numbers are dropping since you aired that scumbag on your show. So nothing oh, personal. Oh no. Are you turning into Kevin Brennan and stuttering down? My you numbers know, are dropping. Yeah, are you one of these guys dropping. now? How much your money am I making a month, Joey? You gave that guy. Are you guy... fucking kidding me with this? <laughs> Just kidding, Carl. Did you, <laughs> yeah. Carl, did you eat paint chips as a child? I mean, a, at a all? lot, yes. Yeah, okay. Sure. As an adult, though? Finally, a good question. <laughs> Jesus. Broke my teeth on him. <laughs> um, I mean, Ian Hawk came on your show. Uh, and the only reason I saw because someone said Ian Hawk is on Carl. I didn't, you know, I don't uh, really put no time in, in Ian Hawk anymore. Um, but he came on and he told a bunch of lies. So I want to clear two things up real quick. All right, go for he it. Said, he said my son was in prison. That is untrue. Okay. Second of all, you know, he went on and he told several lies that maybe he might have sent paid some local people to go down to my – my wife doesn't have a job. It was a place she volunteered to say that, oh, that Joey had a heart attack. That was – he admit, he says makes up that lie – let me tell you something. Whether or not they're going to go through with it, but when you, when a grown man, whatever age he is, I believe around thirty in his thirties, I believe, is going to sit there and he can he can go to the quick with him and all his little little trolls, whatever they are, to say that he did not make that phone. Let me tell you, there's months and months of phone records calling from the same phone number that he called on a regular basis. Some I answered, some I did from from his Google Voice. Okay, that are on record. This has been going on for months. He is the one that doxxed me since back when Melton unleashed on me months ago because you even said you said it wasn't NLO Discord, which he's lying. That's where they all meet. Mm-hmm. That's where it all starts. Okay. okay. Without getting anything, I've got personal DMs from Patrick Melton that were giving direct orders to Seahawk to strike people's channel to 
to uh, he he admit I got a chat chats where he admitted to he's the one that took responsibility for porn bombing John, porn bomb me. He's taking all this credit and he goes on your show and says, I'm really not a bad guy. A bad guy does not call someone up at three o'clock in the morning and detail for detail say how he wants to rape my grandchildren. This is going great. You understand? No, I, don't, I, I, don't care. I totally understand. I don't care. And that, that's why I said, let, let's stop calling people at their house. Stop threatening people. None of this is fun or funny, as you can tell from what's happening to my show right now. I definitely wanted to get Joey on to say his piece. But um, I, I disagree with people calling your house. I just think that you would be better off not responding, not reacting. If you need I, to get I, a phone right. number blocked or something, do that behind the scenes. Do, do whatever you got to do. Take care you're of right. this. Don't threaten people on your show with police you're, involvement, and then they threaten you. Because right. well, these guys are fearless. They, they want you to react. Like, yeah. They want you to call the police. They're not fearless. They're 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 cowards. They're, they are fear, they're, they're cowards. Because here, everybody can sit there and come at me ten ways a Sunday and say, "You ain't gonna do nothing. There's nothing gonna be done." Here, let me tell you something. It starts, this is how it starts. And all I can say about it, because I can't really say much, because I was told not to talk about this no more. It starts, you make a police report. Then you send the evidence. They can say, nah, nay or yay to go with it. We got 100% a yay. They start their investigation. It goes to where his town is. I'm not even going to say that name or his state. It goes to their department. From there, they do their investigation. They'll contact him. I don't know how long it's going to take. But I promise you that it is criminal what he did. Whether or not he was playing a game. And all I can say is the end result will be the end result. That's all I can say. But I'm pretty confident that it's going to come up pretty bad for him. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Well, that, that's all you should say because you should definitely not bring this up on the show anymore. It gets more people involved. gets more people talking about it. And uh, just to go against my own rules, Devil Story was messaging me today. Is it true that you owe your ex-mod money? That your ex-mod no. loaned you money? I do, no, no, no. Here's, here's what I did not know. Frank was not, he was ran my Discord. Apparently, uh, and, and it, 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 he sent my wife $50. He bought, she, I guess she borrowed $50 from him. I didn't know about it after the fact. Sure. And I sent him back $30 the other day. That's all I had on me at the time because no one's going to say I'm a thief. I had nothing to do with it, but because she's, my, I'm responsible as her husband, I sent him $30 and we'll send the other to him in a couple of days just, just so he could say, I had nothing to do with it. Well, there yes, you go. it did happen. So, you know, I, I'm not a thief. Okay, and they can sit there in their, in your chat right now. Yes, they had here Dabble Storian's whole entire entire page has got my name on every fucking video he does. He don't make his own content. He steals what I produce and he puts it up. And they're just looking to ride, man. Listen, I, I'm, I'm trying to be humble here. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't ask for none of this. I came on. And it was told on the interview you did with me months ago, okay? And you made your suggestion, go into this part of, uh, of YouTube, do an interview with, with with the prison thing, tell your life story about the streets, yeah. whatever would be good. I started to do that. Unfortunately, I'm so deep in. And and, and the other thing is, I'm hated because and I don't care. He's my friend. Stutter and John is my friend. Nobody can believe that. I have a great friendship with him. I'm well, sorry he's, that he's everybody your else hates until him. He tur- until he turns on you. But yeah, I hear you. But Carl, no, has wrong he with really that. turned on me? Has he really turned on me? As mad as he's got, it lasted two days. We're friends. I will defend him. What friends do, okay? okay. And that's just the way it is. That's that's my no, opinion. I, that's fine. I don't tell you to be friends with. I don't care. You know. But uh, I, I really didn't want to get into this. I just wanted to let you know that 
you know, they could say whatever they want. And they ran me off the internet. That's if they want to believe they ran me off the internet, that's fine. I just take it a couple weeks to to refresh and start my 24 out, and that's it. So all right, Joe, it, well, it's gl- all good. I'm glad you're you're in a better space now, and I appreciate you coming on the show and giving your side of things. Like I said, I had Ian on. He was talking about stuff I didn't wasn't aware of. I got a note from Joey C saying he's lying. I'm like, all right, I got to give equal time here. I, I felt yeah, I felt well, I needed to give you equal time. You're a friend of the show. I, I appreciate so. that, and, and I have a lot of respect for you guys. And, and and the thing is, okay, if I'm such a liar, prove I'm a liar. They can't. Because- well, all right, I'm, I'm seeing. I get a lot of screenshots. I, I've had more information on this than I care to have. So I mean, don't don't challenge them to prove you're a liar. It might not go. <laughs> The way you want well, to. I've told the truth about everything, and that's how confident I am to know that I speak the truth about anything I've said about myself or my association with anybody in my life. I don't care. Prove me wrong. They can't because the truth will always prevail. See, this is, and the I opposite. Speak. this is the opposite of what we just discussed. We're not going to talk that. about this. We're not right. going to feed the trolls. And now you're right. yelling to prove they're going to make 20 more videos now. With I don't, it, don't, it don't matter. They got okay. a thousand out there already. You know, it's, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't affect me at all, Carl. It doesn't affect me at all. It well, really I, don't. Don't, I don't believe that. I think it does affect you. I don't. I hope Carl. it doesn't. Really, it don't. I hope it, it does. really don't. Well, Joey, uh, I do appreciate you coming on the show. Where can people find your show? What are you up to these days? Uh, I think I'm going to be live tonight, 1145. Uh, Joey C, talking about Joey C. I'm going to talk about myself today nice. in every possible bad way I can possibly talk about. That's my Rod- show tonight, 1145. Broadcasting live from inside the jar of Vaseline. Exactly. Where are you? Is it Catalano TV? Is that where people can find uh, you? Uh, it's it, Catalano TV and then uh, Bruce W TV. Bruce W TV. That's my new channel, right? All right. Why do you have a new channel? Well, because I tried to be monetized twice by YouTube because uh, uh, I'm so vile and made so many threats. They've 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 they shot me down twice. I got one more shot with Catalano TV in about ten days. Uh, it, the, the channel is is destroyed it's cooked oh, so I'm sorry to hear you that. know and that's fine but uh you seem like a rumble guy anyway joey yeah joey rumble might be the spot for you i do like rumble that might be good I all do. right joey good to talk to you buddy you too buddy thank you for having me yep. on carl thank you see ya bye-bye all right sometimes we try different things on here from time to time <laughs> everyone seems to like it <laughs> a lot of leeway. It's like, ah, this isn't something I'm normally used to, but let's see what Carl, what Carl does with this. This will be fun. Um, I, I do want to talk about our boy, Patty Broken Skull, real quick. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. Now, I'm a little disappointed because I was watching Patty the other day and I was writing down some timestamps and I was messaging some of my friends because Patty, you know, he's kind of upset that he lost his show recently, Free Water, but he's been doing these live streams, interacting with the chat. He's doing a better job interacting with people. He's been entertaining. We've been talking about this. He's coming out of his shell. He's working with, he's collaborating with other people, but he even was talking about, he's going back and listening to lots of old WATP apparently, because he even talked about the fact that both Doug from the jingles department and our boy, Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Dave have complimented him on his vocals. 
And so he came out and he's just like, yeah, I want to thank Doug and Brian Johnson. So I'm like pulling clips and sending them off to everyone. I'm like, holy shit, look at this. This is amazing. And everyone's very excited to get compliments from, from Patty or just, you know, acknowledgement, I guess I should say, from Patty. Doug That's should very get exciting. Patty this like Doug writes a lot of music like that. So he should get in mm, touch with Patty and get him to guest vocal on something. Yeah, That'd they should fun. collab. Doug's got a ton of that music that he's uh, written himself. I know. Yeah. That's a good Doug's point. Doug's listening. Figure it out, Doug. That's a good point. <laughs> well, and maybe now uh, Patty Brokerskull is open to that because he's working with uh, Oxmad and Manny on that new show they're doing, Manpad. And he's also working with, uh, I think, Mega G and a couple guys on uh, Do You Party. So he's bringing in people from the Dabbleverse now. He's collaborating with them, even if they're just kind of like on the outskirts of the Dabbleverse. Very exciting. He did predict... On the most recent stream I saw, he thinks Oxmad and Manny are going to turn on him. I don't think that's true. I think that they're both in it with you, buddy. I think they're going to they're going to do this for sure. So he did threaten me a little bit. I, I wish I had these clips. He, he took the whole thing down. He's doing the thing that Chad Zumach did this too. I got a note from Patrick Melton saying that Chad went off after we released the video of us talking about how Chad had an issue with being um, sniped. And in that video... It was <laughs> some about how what Chad, the fuck is he talking about? Chad couldn't handle getting sniped. But also, we kind of took Chad's side in the Ray DeVito striking him thing. But apparently, yeah. Uh, yeah, Melton messaged me and he goes, oh my gosh, Chad is having a meltdown right now. He's unhinged on his show. And of course, Chad, like Patty Seacups, takes the episode down. They do something interesting and then they have to take it off the internet so you can't find it. Like, this is the worst marketing ever. Why are you guys doing this? Why are you guys all following the Kevin Brennan method of making sure no one will ever find your shit? It's really stupid. Stop it. Not everybody be, can be you, Carl. Come no, not everybody should be me. It's not a life that I would recommend. <laughs> but what they should do is when they create content, <laughs> put it somewhere where we can find it. That's the point I was trying to make. Anyway, so I was a little disappointed that we weren't able to get more into that. The other thing I just wanted to talk about, maybe I'll bring Cardiff on. Cardiff's hanging out backstage. Yeah, get him in. Let's bring Cardiff well, in is- to kick him around. How Come is on. Chad Zumach uh, upset about s- stream sniping? He, that's all he does. Yeah, I know. That, and then he bitches when it happens to him? That's what's so insane about that. That's how we finally build an audience, was by sniping MLC. Remember, he struck me, right? Yes, and he did strike the potato. For sniping, for sniping him. He struck me for sniping him, sniping MLC. Isn't that incredible <laughs> how these assholes all do the same things to each other and they complain when it happens to them? Right. Oh, it's unbelievable. Anyway, it's almost like they're hypocrites. <laughs> hypocrites. <laughs> the brothers Cortez are hypocrites. <laughs> no, not these guys. These guys are great. The other thing I wanted to bring up is Jimmy Kimmel's having this feud with Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure you guys are following this. It's very interesting. But Jimmy Kimmel, the other night on his monologue, does seven minutes on Aaron Rodgers and brings it. Now, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL led the Packers to one Super Bowl victory, but with a better team around him would have had a lot more. He's very talented. And Jimmy Kimmel actually used the Dunning-Kruger effect when describing Aaron Rodgers, saying that Aaron is so stupid that he thinks he's a genius on things he knows nothing about. And I was taken aback by this because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. If someone's going to declare someone Dunning-Kruger, it's going to be me over here. Not you, Jimmy. <laughs> but what's crazy about it is that Jimmy Kimmel is completely wrong about this because the two things that he's taken Aaron Rodgers at task for 
One was Rodgers back when the vaccine first came out and all the NFL players had to take it. And he lied about taking it because he's like, I'm a professional athlete. I think I can ward off a cold, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's like wagging his finger. Oh, no, no, no. You got to get that vaccine. I think that history has proven Aaron Rodgers was right about that. As we'll see from Howard Stern getting COVID in just a moment. But the <laughs> other thing that got Jimmy Kimmel all fired up is back early, uh, early 2023 when Aaron Rodgers was talking about this Jeffrey Epstein client list finally coming out. And Jimmy Kimmel was like, oh, this tinfoil hat guy or this Jeffrey Epstein client list. And so Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, it did come out. Look at that. I bet, I bet Jimmy Kimmel's kind of pissed about that because Jimmy Kimmel said it doesn't exist. And he called Aaron Rodgers an idiot. So then Jimmy Kimmel turns that into, oh, he's calling me a pedophile. No, it's not what he was calling you at all. And you know that. You, right. Like Jimmy Kimmel is literally turned into stuttering John. He's changing the argument. Being, yeah. being purposely unaware of what the argument is against him so he can battle the straw man that doesn't exist. <laughs> what is it about that time slot that does this to people? Seriously. <laughs> but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was on – he hosted Jeopardy. He, he yep. was a guest on Jeopardy. He's not – a moron. And also he banged Olivia Munn, so I'm team Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well done. No, Aaron Rodgers is, is not a moron. He does seem to be on the opposite side of political things as guys like Jimmy Kimmel. And that's one of the things I've always had a problem with. I even had a conversation with the great brother Weiss <laughs> one day <laughs> where uh, he was on Opie and Anthony and I happened to run into him afterwards and we were talking about it. And, you know, him and Anthony Kumi were getting into a battle over politics and he was like, brah, you know, I won that debate, right, brah? And I go, you got to understand, people who disagree with you politically aren't smarter or dumber. Like, there's smart people on both sides. There's dumb people on both sides. It has nothing to do with intelligence level, how you feel about politics and how the government should run and shit like that. I, I get so annoyed when people are like, this guy disagrees with me? He's an idiot. Well, not necessarily. And the discussion doesn't affect anything at all. Right. Lest we forget. I, sorry, another parallel. Yeah, wasn't he? He was threatening to sue Aaron Rodgers, too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defamation. Yeah, so again, another John parallel. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> what, Fine, what go is, ahead and sue me. What the fuck is that all about? All right, so speaking of the vaccines, uh, YouTube will have a field day with this. Has he gone back to this music? No. That, that's, my, that's my buffer for him. That's, that's his old uh, E music that he used. Or no, that's Howard TV, I think. Yes. Howard TV. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Howard Stern came back Monday of this week. He was supposed to be back the week before, according to him. Usually they're back the first week of January. But he wasn't back, and we find out why. We were supposed to be on the air last week. We were not here because I got COVID-19. Finally. It's not fair, I know. Your hero wasn't supposed to get it. But holy shit, did I get it. Now, here's the crazy thing. What's crazy about it? Number one, I still have it. Number two... Are you still uh, testing positive or you you just yes. have symptoms? I'm positive. What? I'm positive. Oh. I'm HIV positive. So as we know, Howard's a hypochondriac, and we all knew this was going to be the worst thing. If you ever got COVID, 
Because if anyone thinks the propaganda doesn't work, it sure as fuck does. And Howard's convinced this will kill him. This specific coronavirus will be the death of him. Isn't it COVID-23 at this point? It's, the it's 19 mutated means a few yeah, times It's not here. the same. It's not the same thing, for sure, as, as it first was. So, as we know on this show, because we've talked about it a bunch, Howard's very afraid, and he stopped going into the studio, and he was working from home forever, and he barely sees anyone. He gets in fights with his wife all the time because she wants to go out and do stuff. And they finally went out and had a dinner party somewhere and they had to be outdoors. And then one of the walls had windows on it and Howard was freaking out. So he's very precautious about anything. And so he cannot figure out how this happened to him. No, you do not want COVID. Oh, fuck. Man, well, what is was it, it bad? like? First of all, I want to say a couple of things. It's impossible that I got COVID. I haven't been anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. I, I, I did go to my mother's, but I wore a mask the entire time. And she doesn't have COVID. She does not have COVID. Um, and there were two people I saw. One was my assistant, and the other one was a guy who drives me. And they both are negative. They did not have COVID. I saw okay. them without a mask on. Other than that, I saw no one. Could you imagine? Howard comes out with COVID. The phone call that he makes to the assistant (laughs) and the driver, he must have been (laughs) livid. You can only imagine. What did you do to me? You're the death of me. You killed me, motherfucker. Also, I don't I don't understand that at all. He started that out with you do not want COVID. Yes. It's 2024. He got it. Everybody has had COVID. Oh, I know. He, he's the last person to get it. Yeah. And he's such a baby about you it. You do not. He, he cries about it COVID. so much. Yeah, and he sounds exactly the but, same. Yeah. He claims he's still sick. Why is he wearing a mask in front of his mom? Is he protecting himself or his 100-year-old mother? Neither. That's no, but what work. does he think he's protecting? So I, sorry, <laughs> let me rephrase the question. Small. What does through. he think he's protecting? Himself or his himself. mother? Himself, I'm I, sure. I think he just wants to wear a mask to hide his hideous face. No, I, he's like Cardiff, he's like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> that's a good question from Cardiff. Why with his mom, but not the assistant and the driver mm-hmm. yeah. who come into contact with other people? That's true. Yeah, so it must be. For I think his it's mom. for his mom's benefit. Yeah. Unless he forces them to never see anybody else. Well, that's also true. Everyone has to live in a bubble around him or else you have to get tested and then sit somewhere in a corner for two weeks and then you can come in and say (laughs) hi to the guy. So the irony here is that there were all these fights he was having with Beth over the last couple of years because Beth is invited to be on TV and Beth wanted to go to a wedding and she got invited to go hang out with her family and Howard's freaking out. You're going to kill me. You're going to come out with virus. Howard gave Beth COVID. <laughs> Howard's the one that gave it to Beth. I don't know. Yesterday we got into a whole fight about uh, COVID. Yeah. Why? I was talking to one of my kids and I said, um, I said to one of the kids, oh my God, I've never seen Beth so sick. She had a horrible case of COVID. And Beth walked in and goes, what are you saying? I had a very mild case. I had absolutely nothing wrong with me. So in Howard's mind, everyone's dying all the time. Yes. Howard had a 100.2 fever. Whoa. I'm not changing my lifestyle at all with a 100.2 fever. I'm still going to do the exact thing I was going to do either way. That's not that bad. Fuck dudes. (laughs) Whatever I was going to do that day. LARPing, playing with baby dolls, Pokemon Go. I might wrap it up. But other than that. Do the same thing I would have done that day. So 
What's crazy is Howard claims he got COVID, even though he's wearing a mask, even though he's been double vaxxed and quadruple boosted, he still got it. And he got it really bad. He was on his deathbed, according to him. And he still says this. No, Robin, I didn't go anywhere. It was my usual reclusive self. I didn't see a person. I'm telling you. It's insane. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. But man, I went through hell. I, I first of all, must thank a couple of people. I must thank always the scientists who developed the COVID vaccine. Now, this was so bad, this COVID, I've really never been this sick. Really? Yeah, I was just so ill. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Why can't he describe one symptom? But what other evidence do you need to tell you that the vaccines don't work all that well? He's still praising these people for this shit that they gave him that didn't work. He still got sick. He still got very sick. Yeah, in spite of all his precautions. He still spread it to Beth. Yeah. All and she things. got a mild case of it. Yes. <laughs> I really wish he did turn into Imus because it would have been better than this. I know. It would have yeah. been more interesting. I mean, he was just saying racist things to uh, college basketball players. It would have been a lot more fun. <laughs> Can you imagine what he'd be doing if if Baba Booey missed a week last week because he got COVID? Oh, God, Baba. Why couldn't you have done it on vacation? (laughs) Why weren't you taking Do you remember this? I'm sure you do, Potato. When everyone was working from home during the COVID thing and they were doing the Zoom calls, at one point, Gary Delabate's son comes into the room, Jackson, and gives Gary a big hug. And they're on the air. And Howard, what are you doing, Jackson? Gary. He's not wearing a mask. You allow him to come into the room and hug you? He couldn't believe it. And they're all like, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I forgot. Oh, that, 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 that. He was so incredibly ridiculous about this whole thing. When did he become such a germaphobe? He slow danced. He slow danced with Trisha Paytas. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about what that. What the fuck? You were, Why I forgot you to look that to up. I forgot to look that up. Trisha Paytas is on uh, America's Got Talent. He slow danced with her. I gotta look that up. It's disgusting. That is gross. That's way worse than any of this. <laughs> How much were they paying him? That must be <laughs> some paycheck. He liked her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I just, I can't believe the, the how this worked on Howard to not even question Big Pharma and these drugs that everyone was forced to take, even though they don't seem to work for anything. But he continues on. I want to yeah. thank... The people who invented the COVID vaccine. I am so flabbergasted. I turned on the TV last night to watch the Golden Globe Awards a little bit. And there was a commercial begging people to get vaccinated for COVID. Yeah, Here we go again. The new vaccine, yeah. They won't get the new vaccine. The new variant is a motherfucker. Well, Okay. So what's the vaccine going to do? You got it, and it's still terrible. It's possible it's actually weakening your immune system. Also, the fact that you don't come in contact with germs at all, that you're just hiding from them all the time, is not good for oh, you yeah. in any single way. So, of course, you're going to yeah. get even how, more How sick. many times are you going to get the jab before it stops working for you? Because your body, whatever, just gets used to it. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not, it's not the way vaccines have ever worked. They've changed the definition of vaccines for this one, but he continues on. But we still have people in this country who are anti-vaccine. They're out of their minds. I Even I guess, people who took the other vaccines are like vaccine exhausted. Yeah. Or vaccine injured. It takes two seconds to go over to uh, Rite Aid or uh, CVS and get 
uh, vaccinated, which it's thank God I did. That's where he went. Huh? I mean, what a <laughs> what a wallop this thing is. Not Walgreens. Not Walgreens. But how bizarre is that? Is he hearing the words coming out of his mouth? I did all the things you're supposed to do, and it hit me so hard. Well, then what are you talking about? This is not a good advertisement for the booster. Right. One way or the other, Howard. Yeah. So then he starts spitting some ridiculous misinformation. <clears throat> One out of every three people in the country have COVID right now. That's retarded. He thinks 115 million people. Oh, there's three people here. How are you guys feeling? Uh, oh. How, how are uh, four out of five people feeling on the show? Hey, wait a second. Wink, wink. <laughs> One out of three. You're wondering why I'm not there. <laughs> One out of three people have COVID right now in America, which is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't know why he says I, I'm, like I'm in a four-piece band, and right before Christmas, everybody in the band got COVID except me. Do you hear that? I think I'm amused. 75% of America has COVID right now. That's how statistics work, right? Yeah, exactly. We're doing the smallest sample size. Smallest sample size possible. Two out of three people believe statistics like that. Yes. Do you guys know that your hairstylist always dies before the age of 60? I know. I can't believe it. 100% of the time from COVID. All right, this is the last clip I have on here. Because let's find out why Howard decided to actually do the show this Monday, mm. even though he's still testing positive for COVID. Stunning and brave. Now, I also want to thank my buddy, Dr. Agus, who told me to come do the show. I wasn't going to do the show today. Uh-huh. And he told me it would be a good idea. He says, what did he say to me? He said, with COVID. Don't be a. I think you got to hear this. Oh, oh. <laughs> he wrote me this inspirational note. And I go, what the hell does that mean? I'm leaving the pauses then. This is a show. Let me see. This is how I'll we're read it to now. you. I'm reading my... Dr. Agus said to me... Inspiration. First show in four weeks. He's not ready. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I really want you to take charge of the residual symptoms, not have them take charge of you. So I wrote, what the hell does that mean? I'll tell you what that means. Your buddy, Dr. Agus, knows your hypochondriac and is trying to tell you it's not that bad. I know everyone in my life has gotten through this and gotten back to work the next week. You need to do that, Howard. It's really, you're fine. And Howard's what? just like, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Why doesn't he uh, read that book he was always touting in the back in the day about back pain? It's all in your head. It's all it just right. Exists. That's right. That's Dr. Agus's book where he pretty much explains you can cure your back pain. No, it's Dr. By... Sarno. Oh, that was Dr. Sarno. Dr. Sarno. You're right, Dr. yes. Sarno. Yeah, Dr. Sarno's the one who doesn't plagiarize every page of his book. I, well, I mean, you got it, and now you're back. Like you survived it. What, what does that tell you? It's not that it's not as bad as you thought, guys. I got a, a fun announcement. I know you haven't been having much fun over the last hour or so. <laughs> Let's get back into some fun. From our honest underrated stories that are very strange, weird news. <laughs> a big announcement from Scorch, who has been. Blown out from his <laughs> radio station gig, and they replaced him with nothing. There is no longer a morning show on ninety-two point three The X. <laughs> I went on their website, and you go under like the radio personalities. There's a midday person and a weekend guy. <laughs> oh boy, that's not good. But that's good news for us because Scorch has announced on Facebook we are putting together. An amazing team for this relaunch of Scorch PFG TV, aiming for a March 1st debut for the first time ever. 
The show will air live as it happens on our YouTube channel. We'll have clips of each show available after airing on all of the websites. Stay tuned. So this is going to air from his bagel shop? I hope so. (laughs) I think that dream died. (laughs) Scorch is pretty fucking great. TV (laughs) is coming back, and I couldn't be more excited because that is a video component to it. Which scorches twice as good when you can see him as you listen to him stumble over his ridiculous necks. It sounds like he's going to take that same business model as Chad and Ray, and it's going to go right behind the paywall. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, watch it live, and then, yeah, you're SOL after that. I think you might be right about that. We have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to try to fly through this, but it's very important that we get to it because an old cow has emerged. He's come back with a force, with a vengeance. Of course, I'm talking about Maddox. Maddox put out the almost three-hour-long documentary about what a jerk Dick Masterson is. Now he's a big, fat, meanie, but genie. (laughs) He doesn't like him very much. And so Maddox, just a couple days ago, did an AMA. Ask him anything. Let's find out what we can learn about Maddox. And I got to tell you, I don't know what his strategy is here. I was actually messaging with Dick and Sean today. I think that Maddox thinks... That he's going to win us over. That we're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Maddox is really the good guy in this one. Screw that dick guy. He's a jerk. Because otherwise, it doesn't make any sense that he's trying to get everyone riled up again, talking about him again. This is all the stuff that brings him misery that he's complaining about nonstop. But I just want to prove to you what a bitch he is. And the way he treats his viewers is the same way Stuttering John treats his viewers. A lot of these locals just assumes everyone's an idiot. They're the only smart person because a lot of these people have the same traits. Narcissism is right at the top of the list. And so Maddox says, all right, we're doing a Q&A, an AMA, whatever you want to call it. But there are two rules. And listen to him explain these okay, rules. Okay, anyway, so rule number one, no questions will be answered from people who haven't watched the documentary. Self-explanatory. You want your, you want, you think you have something important to say, watch the documentary if you have something to say afterwards then i'll answer your question even if it's critical i don't care if you criticize me or the documentary or anything like that but by the way if you ask me a question i'm going to ask you a question as well because i have some questions trust me i have some questions um okay we have to watch your stupid movie says, what else did dax ever show signs of his behavior with craigslist guys when he was with you uh there was some really creepy Focus shit Maddox. one time with a girl on tinder what's the other rule um okay number rule number two okay. The uh, the second the second question I'm uh, the second rule the second ground rule is no loaded uh-huh. questions. Now I don't know if you guys know what that is. Do you know what a loaded question is? No, explain it. I know it, it sounds Maddox. like a very simple question, but I think I'm talking to a lot of simple people. Jesus. So I need to explain what, what a loaded an question. He's going to win all this over with this. A loaded question is if you ask somebody a question, say, for example, here's a, here's an example of a loaded question. Here we go. Why is pepperoni pizza your favorite? So in the question you're making... Objection! <laughs> what a dick question. <laughs> that was just no pun intended. Sorry. That's his example of this. Wow. That's loaded? Hold on. Yeah. That's he's, not loaded? No, he's going to explain it. I, I know the meat lovers is actually more loaded. No, but yeah, loaded baked potato is more loaded. <laughs> Why are you so you're gay? Making That's a loaded question. What their favorite kind of type of uh, pizza topping is. A better question, a non-loaded version of that question is... Do you like pepperoni on pizza? All right, so no loaded questions. Thanks for dumbing that down for us, dummy. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Oh, Much fuck. appreciated. So what was cool about this is as he's doing this live AMA, 
Dick saw that he was doing this. So he went on live on his channel and was telling people questions to ask Maddox because Dick had like five times the number of people watching him. And I don't know if this came from Dick specifically. Might might have, but uh, I think this is a pretty good question. Cody Forrester says, Dax has a copy, a uh, copycat that harasses stuttering John. Would you ever do a guest appearance on John's podcast and give him his, uh, get him on his support? Dax has a copycat that harasses stuttering John. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, fuck you, asshole. You don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. You don't know they're talking about me. I have a theory on this. There's no way Maddox doesn't know what he's talking about. I have a theory on this. I think that Maddox doesn't want to make people aware of how many people are successful and hate him because it would ruin his case. If you're just like, well, you got a problem with Dick, but then there's also these people who think you suck and they're doing pretty well. And these people think you suck and they have an audience and this person and that guy over there. So he has to be like, yeah, I don't know who these people are. People ask him about Vito. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I think Vito probably just, you know, he'll figure it out eventually that Dick's a dick and all this stuff. It's just like, you're not being genuine. At least he's not taking the approach where he's promoting you actively like John would do. That's true. When he was going back at you. He's taking a slightly better approach. But I noticed on the bottom... He's promoting his social media, and for some reason, he's promoting threads. I didn't know that still existed, but he has no Twitter anymore. Why is he off Twitter? Oh, I wonder if it's uh, because of that big, meanie, bogini Elon Musk. who always wants that free speech and stuff. You know, Trump's back, so maybe that's it. But, uh, a, yeah, man. It's a political stance. Like, pathological behavior. These types of stalkers who, are, who become obsessed like this, it becomes pathological. Six fucking years is insane. Like guess he was talking about me. I'm pathological. All right, here's another just really quick short one. But I just thought this would be good since I know John watches my show. You want to hear this? Yeah, sure. I remember studying John from Howard Stern. I don't know much about him since. Uh, Malware says, do you regret doing not doing a Patreon for Biggest Problem? No. All right, so I think that sounded like a yes. I think that he will team up with Stuttering John and do a show together. Wow. Something to look forward to. John could use a friend. Oh, They're both a, out in L.A. A temporary they, friend. They both hate Carl. They both hate me. They got something <laughs> in common already. Oh, yeah. somebody, somebody super chat Maddox how he feels about the shit wear. We could have <laughs> yeah, right. a Get that going marriage too. here. <laughs> they also both like Coors Light. Oh, no shit. There's a lot of things here they could do. So then Maddox brings up my buddy Larry. Larry Blinder from that Larry show. Larry's a friend of WATP. We've uh, collaborated mm-hmm. on a number of things. And I was a little surprised uh, to hear this coming from Maddox because everyone loves Larry. I want to tell you guys a Larry story. So this is kind of interesting. I want to, I want to show you guys, um, show you guys something with Larry. So Larry, for those of you who don't know, which is fucking everyone because no one knows who, who that guy is. Whoa. Um, there's this guy Larry Blinder that fanboy introduced me to, and at first I thought he was like a decent dude. He seemed, he seemed like an all right guy. But again, way John back is typing when, while he's way doing back show. in the day, I'm gonna pause it. This, this is gonna be. You guys got to hear this. So way back in the day, when we when I first started my yeah. my uh, podcast, I know uh, that stupid crown. He, he insists on wearing that. And it looks terrible with the reflection. I've never seen him before. This. Like I'm having uh, the Jerry Banfield experience that Lucy oh, had. No I shit. didn't know he this looks, is what he looked like. He looks so regal. <laughs> yeah right it looks like he's just came from a burger king yeah it's not an impressive i respect him more now because of the crown <laughs> right yes he's the king 
All right, so this is his uh, Larry Blydner story here. Audio. But this is Larry Blydner, the guy who used to do, like, uh... Oh, well, okay, that's where he starts playing Larry's show, and he claims that it sucked. And he says he has the personality of Triscuits, he says about Larry Blydner. He's a very thoughtful guy, does a very good show that I enjoy quite a bit. So um, I he's just making friends all over the place, this Maddox guy. This, though, is the clip I have to play for you guys. This is the most ridiculous thing that he says. So anyone who knows uh, Dick Masterson or has hung out with him or uh, seen him at our live shows or his live shows, you would know how ridiculous this is. Cantool says, who would win in a fist fight between you and Dax? Uh, me. Let's see. He thinks he would win in a fist fight <laughs> against Dick Masterson. That's insane. That's one of the funnier things that he's well, ever said. He's the king. Well, that's true. That's true. So maybe his servants will will help him out or something. All right. So that's uh, Maddox. He's back. We'll be checking in on him. We'll be keeping an eye on everything that he's up to. Very exciting stuff. Thank you, Maddox, for reentering this world. We we appreciate the content that you will be bringing to us. This is way more exciting of you going on and answering questions and forming alliances and all the other crazy things that you're doing. All right. I know wearing like a banana mask on your show. It's it's like such a stupid played out idea, right, Cardiff? <laughs> Fruits, vegetables, and potatoes. Speaking of Sunday John. My favorite revelation from this week, I talked about it on Tukey Soup this morning. John admitted the iPad mini that he got for the beloved Chatter's loved one. Yeah. Turned out to be Nikki B's husband going through chemo. He was able to get that iPad from another guy at the bar. From pints. For four (laughs) pints. And it wasn't this other guy's iPad. It was his daughter's. So his loser buddy at this bar who could Alcoholic, use... Alcoholic, allegedly. Uh, yeah, yeah, another day drinker who's going, yeah, I, I could probably scrounge up an iPad. Uh, let me just... Uh, yoink, here you go. Poor daughter. And so it turns out, John, who's been taking credit for this forever, got her this iPad, so amazing of him, and you know, talks about his mom giving $100. Guy's going through chemo, but okay. This iPad, so important that he did that and he brags about it. It's so old, they couldn't even update the operating sure. system and use it. It was unusable. So he did the daughter a favor, but without knowing it. It sounds like John's out four pints. <laughs> At plus time and postage. Yeah. But also, he was collecting money for this, right? Right. So what he was collecting to the money? money all along. If you just got it for a couple of rounds at the pub. Well, he claims... That he also donated money, and I believe he did. I believe it was a very minimal amount of money. He was begging for super <laughs> yeah. chats for a month or so. The, bare the iPad mini was in, di- in addition to the funds. Yes. Yes. He, he brags about all the things he did. Well, to him, maybe it was a lot of money. <laughs> him, it is. To him, to him and, and super chats that he was getting at that time. Yeah, I suppose I, that's probably true. I'd like to send your husband some pints if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Band practice was canceled last night, so I got to sit at home and check out what John was up to. But before we get into that, I just want to play. This is 
a video that Joe Namath NYJ put up, put together, put it up on the subreddit here. And I find this hilarious. It just goes to show how slow John is, how long it takes him to think before he can react to something. Penis wrinkle. Thanks for the five bucks. Go back and watch your first appearances when you got back. Amy called school and playing. They had a child in your class. You got yourself fired. Oh, okay. Okay. Nah. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Just a brilliant video. All right. So on the episode from yesterday, Stuttering John is talking about, he's reacting to the fact Andrea Brower came on WATP and John is not happy about this at all. He's very upset with Andrea and Andrea sent him an email that said, John, Stop talking about Nikki B. Stop bringing her up. She doesn't want to be brought up. She didn't want anyone to know that she was, her husband was the people that he was raising money for. That's why she didn't want to have a GoFundMe or anything like that. She didn't want anything to do with this. So Andrea Brower, being her friend, former moderator, Centering John, along with Benny Loco, says, John, you got to stop doing this. If you don't, then I'm going to release all of these DMs and texts and email conversations that we've had that you probably don't want out there. And John went, that's extortion. You can't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just hilarious. Oh, Nikki, what a pity you don't understand. I take you by the hell, Bubba. I take you by. Listen to me. Take you by the heart, you idiot. (laughs) He never knows the fucking lyrics of these songs. So again, John's weaponizing this now. Oh, you don't want me to talk about Nikki B? I'll sing songs about Nikki B. I'll show you. I'll show you. I was like, just starting to fall asleep and then i put this on last night uh-huh. and then i heard that and i was like mother <laughs> hour and a half yeah <laughs> oh nikki what a pity you don't understand i take you by the hell baba take you by, <laughs> by the hell listen to me <laughs> hell baba <laughs> i am not going to be extorted i talked to my attorney why <laughs> andrea i was done with the whole nikki b thing i was done with it All right, now check out how stupid John is. So this is the very beginning of his show. He's all fired up. And again, this is performative John. I'm not going to give him any credit for the emotion he's showing. It's all fake. But watch how unprepared he is for his own show. This is the main thing he wants to talk about. I said my piece. I said how I was hurt over the fact that she, A, didn't come to my defense. And that... Um... There was two things. She didn't come to my defense. Uh-huh. I can't remember. And the other thing I'm really pissed about. Whoops. Two things. You can only ask me questions if you watch the documentary. <laughs> right, yes. And what was the other People one? People have troubles with two. Yeah. I mean, two is too many things, apparently. One thing. That's the Go only figure. thing. All right. So John's going to explain that, you know, he talked to his attorney, his powerful attorney. Not the fake attorney. He even says, this isn't the legal shield attorney. This is the real attorney. That I talked to, and he's going to threaten Andrea now. But Andrea Brower decided through email, which is not very bright. If you say it on the phone, it's he, he said, she said. Not once. I have about five emails from her extorting and blackmailing me. 
If you mention Nikki, I'm going to read all your DMs and all your emails. That is called extortion. Okay. So John is claiming that this is extortion, and I don't know if this is going to be a lawsuit or just criminal charges being brought up. He's talking to his attorney about it. It's right. in the works. Normally, I'd be a suspect, but he talked to his attorney. Yeah, so. if, if the attorney agreed with him, then <laughs> yeah. it probably is true, because... The one thing I know about John is that in the past, when he says, I've talked to my attorney about this, and the next steps are this, this, and this, he always follows through with, I actually, no, you know what? Never. Never once. <laughs> this is the same shit that he threatens every fucking time. Nope. And never nope. once does he follow through with anything. Nope. And we just don't believe you anymore. We didn't before, but we certainly don't now. In fact, I messaged Andrew, and I go, just so you know, <laughs> have a field day, because John's not doing anything. He can't do anything. Now you're criminally responsible. Now I'm criminally During- responsible. <laughs> oh, Carl made a mistake. He said it on the show. Did, did you did you not see the part of the show? He went through his uh, his lawsuit batting average. Yes, of course he did. Of he course. goes, this is, and I don't have the clip, but John is such a fucking idiot. He won against Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone $30, lost, against, <laughs> lost against Sirius lost against XM. Sirius. That's 50%. Ha- That's a Hall of Fame batting average. Yep. John, no one has two at-bats and makes the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. That's the part you're forgetting here. How about the 2,500 hits along with the good batting average? That's what you need. Fucking moron. Yeah, math expert. And again, you settled out outside of court with Sharon Stone. Don't call it a fucking win, you idiot. Yeah. The bodyguard physically assaulted you, and they paid you off. Right. That was where it dropped off with you having any involvement with it. Right. That was it. You got hit. Well, what's great about this is that John's on here going, this woman's threatening me, and I'm going to bring legal action. And then at the same time, John's threatening everyone because he can't help himself. Brian, if that's really you on Reddit, and you call my landlord, (laughs) and and Mark, I know you really do like Nikki. Oh, oh, I know, Mark. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know the whole, you want me to go there? I know the whole thing with you and your wife. Yeah, I know all of that. <laughs> so wait. Can I just make a point? Yeah, please. <laughs> when he's doing this performative stuff yeah. and says things like, I know all of it, I know he knows nothing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he doesn't know any of, <laughs> of it. Of course. But he also, but he wants to threaten, he wants to weaponize, he wants to threaten people with information. Sure. Which, based on his definition of extortion, is the exact same thing. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Which is like, you better not mm-hmm. do that or else I'm going to do this thing that you're not going to like. That's what Andrea did to you that you're now complaining about, dummy. It's different when I do it. It's always different when I do it. It's different when he does it because he thinks that he releases the information regardless of what happens. Is that why? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's because it's, it's an I idiot. mean, that is yeah. true. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> so this is proof that John is scared. He's scared of this information getting out. And you can tell here when he tries to be the big man and then he immediately goes, oh, wait. If you mention her name, I'm going to fucking release your DMs. Go ahead. I don't give you permission. I'm not fucking. I'm not- <laughs> I love that he goes, you want to release that? Go ahead. I mean, don't. <laughs> but yeah. don't, please. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not do that. But <laughs> I'm not fucking. I'm not worried. Yes, you are. Yeah, do I call yeah. you a lunatic a hundred times? Yeah, because if the shoe fits, wear it. People in glass houses. <laughs> yeah, now, God forbid. Now, this is not a threat. Oh, but God forbid. It's a threat. Yeah. It's coming. Nikki's it text and DMs get out there. Mm-hmm. God forbid. 
and emails that Andrea's texts, DMs, and emails get out there. Whoa. I ain't got all day, drama queen. Yeah, no one yeah. is scared of this performance. You're not intimidating anyone with this. John still thinks that for some reason we haven't been watching him for the last five years and know that there's nothing behind There's this. a bit of a pattern. Yeah, there's a pa- we know what's going yeah. on here, John. You've got nothing. You're and scared. those other people aren't laughing stocks on the internet that yes. people care about their DMs. Nobody cares about their DMs getting out. Oh, this is something they he does want not want leaking. yours so he can make fun of you more. And I had a theory on this because Nikki B wants nothing to do with John. And John was talking all about how they were really good friends. They spoke on the phone all the time. John did all this stuff for her. I have a feeling that John treated her like he treats everyone else like shit. And he doesn't want that coming out because that's what John does. He treats everyone that he sees as less than him like shit. And if there's someone who's going to be a listener or a moderator or even another podcaster out of Rochester, he thinks he's better than them and that they're beneath him for some reason because he's an asshole. Well, he's always trying to ward people off from talking to anyone that's had contact with him, really. That's true. Yes. He's very insecure. He knows he's a, a pain in the ass and a prick. And whenever he says that it isn't a threat, I think that it is. God forbid the emails and texts and DMs get out from Nikki and Andrea. Because if she pulls the trigger like she did yesterday on Carl's show, if she pulls that trigger, God forbid. I'm not saying for me. Believe me, I'm not saying for me. This is not a threat. This is not extortion. I'm just saying God forbid. Oh. Because you can't just show one side. I guess you can. <laughs> what is he trying but to don't say? Ex- don't engage yourself in extortion. Because you know what I received? I love the fact because it, it literally is the God forbid someone would break these windows. Yeah. You know, you got a really fancy store here on the corner here. God right. forbid someone bet you might want to have some security looking after it. God forbid. Like this is literally a threat. Everything you're saying is a threat. Even when you say, not from me though. Still a threat, Chad. <laughs> it's still a threat. Even when the mafia guy goes, look at I'm the, I don't have a problem with this storefront, but other people might. I don't know. Yeah. Watch out. Well, be in your best interest to, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. right. Fucking asshole. But don't, ex- don't engage yourself in extortion. Because you know what I received? Five emails saying if I don't, if I mention Nikki one more time, you're going to start releasing private texts and emails from me. That is the definition of extortion. Uh, I don't think so. He's also just so obsessed with controlling the narrative. Yes. He doesn't want anything leaking out. Which we all already know, but I just, I hate listening to him explain that. This one is all over the place. He gets very confused about what he's even arguing about in this one. Believe me, I will take legal action. I don't care. They could all laugh at me for being litigious, but that's all (laughs) I got. Lady K himself said, I said, well, he goes, well, why'd you call the cops on Chad, John? I said, because he's threatening to vandalize my home. Well, I said, I go, yeah, so what am I supposed to do? Well, wait. I said, what would you do if you vandalize your house? I would just call the cops. So in other words, Lady K, you, you- All right, you're confusing two different things right now. My insurance. Let me explain what John is talking about, and I'll also explain the hypocrisy in this. First off, Chad sent out a tweet to fuck with John and John claims that he called the FBI, the Tampa police department and the Cape Coral police department. And he claims that he has the Cape Coral police driving by his house every half hour or something, watching for Chad to come and vandalize. 
And I go, Chad's fucking with you, John. Why would you call the police over this? It's ridiculous. What he's confusing that with is when I was on the phone with John and John goes, listen, man, even though we know where each other lives, I'm not going to vandalize your house because you could just vandalize my house if I did that. And I went, John, I'm not going to vandalize your house back. I'll call the police. And now I know who did it. So that's a very different thing. After the vandalism happens, you call the police. You get the police involved. Sure. When someone threatens an empty threat, you don't call the police. Right. Now, let me explain why it's hypocritical that John says this. He uses this as an example. Maybe he realized it as he was saying it. Probably not. He's a moron. John actually did threaten to vandalize my house multiple times. Shitting on all the walls. Jerking off in the pool. All the things that he talks about. Her, you know, all his hemorrhoids were going to explode in my yeah. bed. He's like, all this shit. This is actually threatening vandalism on my house. Did I call the police? In your house. No. You don't have to call the police. The police can just listen to the audio. No, we have we have the evidence. But this is where John <laughs> We have the evidence. <laughs> this, is, this is where John gets everything all confused and doesn't understand. I it's hit like, the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking idiot. And then he acts like, oh, but you guys complain when I do something, but you guys do it too. Yeah. No, you're conflating what this all is. I would just call the cops. So in other words, Lady K, you, you are the hypocrite. You are that fucking perennial hypocrite. In other words, I shouldn't call the cops. I shouldn't call my attorneys when I'm being extorted. All right. So this is where it gets even funnier because later on in the show, our buddy Penis Wrinkle uh, mentions this to John. Do you think Carl will sue you for threats and email? No, he can't. No, I never threatened him. So no, no, that'll never happen. Oh, he seemed like he got a little bit nervous about that. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe. Let me read the email that I got from John just recently. It says, if you continue, I know more about your family than you would like me to know. Stick to goofing on me. And he goes, I, did I say I would do anything? It's implied, John. How do you not know that? The whole thing where you go, oh, it's a nice looking window you got there. It's implied that you're going to smash it out if you don't do the thing the person wants you to do. That is extortion. Yes. That is the definition of if if the extortion, Andrea did that, then you definitely did it. And in legal terms that John would understand, if the judge was reviewing this, he'd be like, Carl, that's not cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> As you know, that's what judges are always talking about. Not cool, man. Making fun of trans people. Not cool. Court of public opinion coming down on you. Down the pike. Oh, this is a fun clip. And then I want to talk about, I actually interacted with John yesterday. Oh. So I, w- I want to play that for you guys. That was but, sweet. But first, <laughs> did you catch that, Lucy? On the show yesterday? It was pretty late in the show. Yeah. I, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. So this is hilarious because somebody asks John, uh, when's the last time he went a date without drinking? And this response is, uh, well, Quite telling, I would say. When was the last day you went without a drink, albeit? Um, uh, December. (laughs) I I love that he thinks the answer is on the ceiling. It's never on the ceiling. You're never going to find it on the ceiling. But okay, keep looking. Uh, uh, I don't know. He might be marking his, (laughs) throws beer cans up there to mark each day. (laughs) 23rd, 24th, 25th. It was, it was, it was around the time that I was um, in New York and I went two days without drinking. I like dumb apples. So All right, everybody. what I found hilarious about this, everyone pointed out the fact that this is a couple of weeks ago and he can't remember. But what I thought was hilarious is he goes 23rd, 24th, 25th. 
You just mentioned Christmas Eve where you're at your brother's house and you were filming it and you were drinking beer at the couch <laughs> watching football. And Christmas Day that you were also on the internet that day. Now, the days after that, he got sick. Remember, all of a sudden he was sick and mm-hmm. then and then he was better all of that a sudden. At 6.30. People were speculating that maybe he didn't drink alcohol the days he was sick and that's why he didn't feel good. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just know about the vaccines. (laughs) Again, the reason that we don't remember it from this year is because he's talking about 1998. Yeah, that's very possible, too. Yeah, it was in December in some year. I don't know. It all bleeds together. Okay. So John is on his show yesterday, and he's going on and on, as he always does. He's very repetitive. On and on about how I always trash his kids, and I'm the worst person, and I'm always calling them losers, and... People in the chat, I appreciate it. They have my back. They're like, John, he's fucking around. He's joking. John keeps bringing up the thing. Is he joking? He writes on Patreon. We call his kids losers. It's more fun than you think it is. Yes. That was specifically a joke. It was, I mean, I, I wasn't even trying to mask it. It was very obviously <laughs> a joke. And John just goes on and on. Was it a joke when he said that my daughter looked like Baba Booey and that's an insult to Baba Booey? Yes, of course that's a joke. Yes, because if it wasn't, Baba <laughs> Booey would be mad right. trying to sue us. And the joke is on you, John. The fact that yes. your wife had an affair with your coworker, and that's his daughter. That's the joke, yeah. dummy. So I'm watching this go back and forth, and John just keeps you know, being willfully ignorant and saying, he's not joking. No, 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 he's trashing my kids, trashing my family. So finally I go, let's get a super chat this asshole and explain to him. So that we can put this to bed. Just to, to end this once and for all. Is this the real dickhead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this really Carla? It is. John, your adult children all seem great. I'm happy for them. I don't think they're losers. Those were jokes. If they're so terrible, stop repeating them. F in hell. Okay, let me read that because he did not read that very well. It says, John, your adult children all seem great. I'm happy for them. I don't think they're losers. Those were jokes. If they're so terrible, stop repeating them. Fucking hell. Yes. Because that's the thing. He keeps repeating this joke about Baba Booey being the father. And it's like, well, stop saying that. Then. I don't say that anymore. I said that one time. That's how I do jokes. One time. Then we move on. <laughs> so John just read that. And now this takes the wind out of his sails. Because he loves to say that he he can do anything he wants to me and the shitwire because we both trash his kids. Now, Shuli's never trashed his kids. I've made jokes about it just to fuck with them. And they obviously worked like a charm. But now I'm ready to be like, all right, I have no problem with your family and your kids. We've complimented them many, many times. We're actually impressed they turned out so well, <laughs> to be honest with you. I have a feeling this is $10 well spent. Okay, thank you. Watch what John does because he can't. He doesn't want this to be the case. He doesn't want this to go away. He needs this. Of course. He needs to be mad at me for this fake thing that he's made up. You won't believe the deflection here. You haven't seen this yet, producer Chris? No, sir. This is incredible. So now you're a South Park character? So you went from Howard Stern to being a South Park character now? (laughs) So my avatar on YouTube is, you know, the South Park character that Alex gangrenously made. So what if you were a swastika? (laughs) (laughs) Next time! (laughs) That's my old one. (laughs) That's my old one. (laughs) So, John, instead of addressing what I just said, 
Oh, now you're a South Park? Yeah, what a loser. What a loser. <laughs> it reminds me of Marge. Look at me, I'm a Star Wars. <laughs> oh, now you're a South Park. <laughs> All right, let's see where he goes with this. He's yeah. probably he probably puts together a pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, he's got momentum argument. going. Yeah, hell. So now you're a South Park character. So you went from Howard Stern to being a South Park character. Now, man, you have you. Are... Yeah, yeah. Keep thinking. Yeah, what do you got? Oh, you're never gonna be famous, man. Okay, <laughs> not going down the path you're going. I will never say never to anything. Why not try something? Acting, comedy. So why not address the content of the super chat? Why not address what I just said to you instead of making up a thing that's not my goal? It was your goal in life. I know you've talked about it many times. I've never wanted to be famous. It's why I don't use my real name on anything I do. You don't want to be an actor. You don't want to. I don't act. I don't do stand up comedy. So, all right, again, John's going to explain You could be bad at it, like John. Yeah, right. I know. He's like, anyone could do it. Look at me. I was on television. You could direct a movie. I was in a terrible movie and do terrible stand-up. You know, writing. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's hope for you somewhere. (laughs) That was toilet paper. It doesn't even have actual Kleenex. (laughs) Toilet paper's a lot cheaper than tissues, obviously. So now he's just got the whole roll of toilet paper shoving up his nose. But why just focus on a guy that you looked up to all your life? All right, a couple of things about that. First off, today's show, we covered uh, three podcasts, then Jerry Banfield, then I had Joey C on, then we talked about Patty Seacups, we talked about Patrick Melton and Chad Zumach, Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers, we looked at Scorch, his big announcement with PFG, Maddox, Howard Stern, and now we're talking about centering John Melinda. So, good news, asshole. I don't just talk about you. I hated defending you a couple of weeks ago, but I literally calculated you're on the air like 12 hours a week, and maybe an hour is John. Right. And also, this thing where he thinks that I looked up to him all my life, and I think the potato is the one who told him this. Are you the one who told him I had a shrine to him in my basement? <laughs> yes, on the other, exactly opposite <laughs> yeah, that's that wall. Right. <laughs> and John always believes what he wants to believe. Of course. So he thinks that I worshipped this guy. Yeah, literally a shrine. That's <laughs> great. Up, You're like, lighting oh candles. I, if only I could be like stuttering John Melendez answering phones. I sent him pictures of the autographed picture that you have on the wall that I took. It's hilarious. Entertainment world. He's so funny. But why just focus on a guy that you looked up to all your life? You know you love me on Stern. I know you love me on Stern. So why don't you be a fan? Why don't you be like, hey, John, you want to come on my show? Now, that's rich. Because I remember when John first responded to us making fun of his podcast. He's like, these fucking losers. I would never even give them the time of day. He was way too good for us and too big for us back then. And now he's going, you should have just invited me out. I would have come out. We could have busted balls. Well, had a great show together. Like, no, this is revision. To bring it down further, he's saying, would you please be nice? Well, yeah, would you just I be know. nice? I, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> he's the one who's keeping this going, though. I know. He Every needs, episode well, he comes he on and, and says the same shit about me over and over again. It's not true. So it's like. He needs you more than you yeah, need him. No shit. <laughs> again, he's projecting. He's the one doing a show about one yes. guy every single Correct. day. <laughs> and, well, maybe two guys. And you know what? It's Speaking of us needing each other, 
I think I'm fucking Batman. Because I can go to the Riddler, I can go to the Penguin, I can go to any other <laughs> character. Okay. He's just the Joker. Tom Myers, who's Lex Loser. <laughs> Lex Loser, <laughs> Tom Myers. This fucking idiot is just the one guy who's got to fight Batman and Robin all the fucking time. Yeah. Sorry, you're Robin in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave her on it. <laughs> I think you would just. I think you just came up with the next live show poster. <laughs> yes, nice. I love it. Yeah. That's actually really funny. All right, Mint Salad. I've already reached out to Mint to do our uh, Largo show. It's all coming together. Yeah. Man. Or, hey, John, like, you know, be a fan like you are. I'm not. Don't be a hater. I don't like you. <laughs> I'll forgive you. <laughs> I don't care. I will. I don't care. I forgive anybody. <laughs> I gave everybody a second chance. You know why? Jay Leno once said to me, <laughs> because he looked at Howard Stern, being with Howard Stern as a, you know, like, and when, when he hired me, because when people boring, Burt Reynolds said something bad about me. <laughs> and he said, snotty. I'm not even. He said, you know, everybody needs a second chance. Audio. Carl, I'll give you a second chance. Just stop. Stop with the trash and the kids. <laughs> See, now, stop with the. This is the thing. He won't address what I just said. But then he pretends that it didn't happen. Yep. So this is the gaslighting part. He's just like, yeah, but go, you keep trashing my kids. No, we're not trashing your kids. We think they're fine people. Trashing the kids. Stop with the nonstop shows. Like, just look at John. He wiped his nose. John's on six days a week live talking about me. And he's telling me to stop with the nonstop shows. Sometimes he's fake sleeping. That's true. He's not always talking about me. Sometimes he's doing some of his funny gags. We get it. I wipe my nose. Move on. Be creative. Be creative. Do something, Lady K. I mean, don't you want to get out of Rochester? I want. I don't want to have to say it, but John, you know, <laughs> you know specifically where I have another house. I miss him. Yeah. I have talked about this. I think he's lazy. <laughs> lazy Jay. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost mean... missing him. I'm almost missing him saying the word dotard. I like, know. I can't right? hear him say dotard anymore. Those are the good old days. That clip though, he's I mean, Rick Sanchez is is a genius on the cartoon, but he's talking like that drunk, like yeah. like he he can't even, he's so wasted. He could barely talk without yeah, but the Andy, alcohol in his coming defense, out of his mouth. In his defense, though, it was like 5.30 p.m. on the West Coast while this was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. I mean, don't you want to get out of Rochester? In the wintertime. I want to get out of Long Island. <sighs> don't you want to move on to bigger and better things? Long Island. <laughs> you should think about that. Oh, I hate this, John. This version of John. Yeah. Anybody could be and anything. End up where they you are want to be. It's as simple as that. It's not simple. You're a terrible stand-up comic, and you want to be a stand-up comic. It's not as easy as anyone can be anything that they want to be. I hate when he gives me life advice. The last person I need life advice from is stuttering John Melendez. Right. But again, but he's wanna... answering questions you've never asked. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think about you, it, Carl. Ask you me could, anything. You could, you could be doing so you much You could end more. up in a filthy apartment divorced in California if you put your mind to it. <laughs> I might. It's very possible. He's got a few years on me. 
I might. <laughs> I just that the I, I gotta play that again. The end where he starts like going, listen, I'm gonna be a nice guy and give you some advice how to fix things for you. I don't need fixing. You should think about that. You should think about that. So wise. Yeah, this is closing time, John. Anybody could be anything <laughs> they want to be. It's as simple as that. Is it? What? Yeah, I turned my uh, hobby into my job, so I agree. It's it's pretty cool. Okay, so <laughs> 20 minutes later, his computer freezes, as it always does. And as he's going back into his computer, whatever he has to do to get back onto the stream, he finally thinks of what he should have said when he went on this rant. And it started with South Park, and he didn't know what to say. And then he, why don't you just worship me, and we'll be friends. And then he's like, oh, shit, I should have said that. So now 20 minutes later, he comes back. Immediately, <laughs> he's talking to me now. Sorry. And by the way, Carl, <laughs> how about this? I mean, I'm not joking. 20 minutes goes by. This isn't like he froze up at the end of that last thing. He's talking about all this other shit, and then he's like, right into this. Okay, let's see. What do you got? And me? not even the super chat triggering him. Like, no, nothing is. Nothing. He was <laughs> thinking about this while he was rebooting, and he was all fired up about it. Let's think about this for a second. Let's say those were jokes, okay? They were. Would Janine like those? Would Janine think that was funny? Well, <laughs> I'll say this. Janine was at DabbleCon 2023, <laughs> and I started laughing. So very possible. Yes, very possible she would. I know her better than you do, actually. So, uh, yeah, if you think my mom would find this funny, she might. I'm asking you. I answered. Would she think that it was funny to goof on my children? Would she? I'm asking you. And one of them was a minor when you said that. So what, what difference does any of that fucking make, you idiot? I love that he thinks he has the upper hand now. He knows yeah. my mom's name. Yeah. And what if I told your mom on you what you're doing? It's on the internet. She knows. You think I hide this? I know you're the black sheep of your family. No, I'm not. You're wrong about that. <laughs> Would she be okay with that? Would Janine be okay if somebody... Did a show and said all of Carl's kids are losers. Question, Chris. Well, you have his number. Can you have Janine give him a call and just (laughs) say, yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah, yeah. I I saw your recent thing. I just want to let you know that we're actually really happy with what Carl's doing. He seems really happy in life. Yeah. And and those were jokes and good jokes. I wish you brought your mom in on the reading of the wedding speeches. I should have. I should have had Janine on there. Yes. That would have been so sweet. It would have been. Well, I I didn't have her on there, but she did come to Nashville. She did come to Detroit. She came to Philadelphia. She came to Rochester. She's been to a bunch of my live shows, so. Does he really think that you're sitting there going, oh, man, I'm just ashamed of myself now. <laughs> I know. John, really, put me in my place. Well, he, he's winning another hypothetical argument that doesn't exist. He's going, what if I told your family what you're up to? Bet you'd be pretty ashamed then. And in his mind, he's winning. He's really good at arguing with people when they're not there. That's when he always wins the <laughs> argument. His narrative is, I am controlling this for my family. Right. And so, therefore, I can control it for Carl's family. Yeah, why are you bringing up moms? I don't talk yours- about his mom, um, even though Tukey does an amazing impression that I love. But I don't even <laughs> yeah. talk about it. <laughs> and J- John's going there. John's decided he's going to start talking about my mom, and he doesn't know her. He doesn't know anything about her, obviously. It's all stupid. It's all moot. But he thinks he's getting to me with this. 
But your mom's never been in the chat. His has been, so he wins. That's true. Yeah, my mom isn't here watching the show live. Not on yet. Facebook. She is on Patreon, though. So thanks for the support, Mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's it's so insane to me that this is what he came up with after I said, I think your kids are great. We don't have a problem with your family. And this is where his mind went. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, Carl. I do. And I, I don't her. think she'd be okay with that. She's fine. Would Janine be okay if on my Patreon... I said, oh, and we goof on Carl's kids, and it's more fun than you think. Do you think Janine would be okay with that? Can I answer that, John, since you're talking to me directly? She wouldn't give a fuck. You don't matter. (laughs) You don't matter in my life, to my family, anything. We don't think about you. Don't care. Carl's kids are as real as his cats in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, right. Can you watch my kids, John? (laughs) I don't think so. You're an idiot. That's why. Would Janine be okay... With me <laughs> saying, oh. Would she be okay with you shitting on the walls of my house in Florida? No. She'd have a problem with that. She'd be like, oh, that sucks. And Carl's daughter looks like Baba Booey, and that's an insult to Baba Booey. Would Janine be okay with that? I don't think so, Carl. She'd get over it a lot quicker than you have. That's for sure. But Carl's daughter would have fucked up teeth. <laughs> would Janine be okay with Howard Stern saying that you should have bought your first porn kid? Uh-huh. Would she be okay with that? Was she okay with the long commercial breaks when he was on terrestrial radio that would sometimes last your entire commute? Would your mom be okay with that? I think you had great parents. I do. No comment. <laughs> But I think somewhere along the way, you wanted to make money so badly oh. that you quit your real job <laughs> in order to pursue a hobby. This is another thing. He's created this false narrative that I was just sitting around twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> what should I do? I don't do? want to go to McDonald's again today and work an <laughs> eight-hour shift. Ugh, what am I going to do? I, wait a second. There's a famous guy on the internet. Just one. What if I happens to suck at everything? <laughs> what if I explained that? <laughs> oh my god, You're it's so, so calculating. It's so stupid because of the way John thinks. John wants to like, how do I make money podcasting? You can't figure it out. But also, how can I spin it back to him being obsessed about me? Right, and me being yeah. great. Yeah, I was doing fine before I podcasted for a living. There, along the way, you wanted to make money so badly. They decided it would be cool to trash children. <laughs> am I wrong? Yes. Or am I right? You're 100% wrong. You're very wrong, sir. You're very wrong. I was a partner in a company, and John goes, but then you decided you'll make money trashing children. <laughs> I'll rest my case, you're right. <laughs> and the judge said, that's not cool. <laughs> what a fucking boob. Yeah. What a buffoon this guy is. He's so stupid. All right, that was fun. Let's get Annie in here. So they're not even kids anymore. They're children. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi, Annie. Annie. How's, it going? How's it going, everyone? It is going well. Eight. I'm bringing you on because we need to poke a dabbler. Ooh, I love this part. Let's get to it. It's time for everyone's hey. favorite new game show, to poke a dabbler. Are you ready to poke a dabbler? Andy? Uh, okay. Let's do some subreddit surfing, shall we? Hmm? 
Um, let's see. Oh, look at this. This is a nice one. Uh, this is the first one that pops up. And I couldn't agree more. I, this is not planned. I just went here. How could anyone stand to listen to WATP any longer? It's just two hours of moronic giggling. Uh, three hours. And this is not me who posted it. <laughs> and chuckling over the dumbest, most who-gives-a-shit stuttering bore nonsense. Moderation, Carl. At least go back to the Opie. Well, at some point, I was a pretty regular listener for a while. But Jesus, man, posting this hearing, this here instead of WATP sub because the stupid fan base Carl Ball watches dismiss any criticism with hi, John, or hi, Chad. Carl really deserves his current audience. And that is the first one that was up as soon as I freaking pulled it up. And actually, that person was a Patreon. It still is a Patreon member. Uh, he's reached out to me directly. but I. That's the first fucking one. I swear to you, people. And now we will go to Hackverse Anonymous. Uh, uh, <laughs> what does Jeff say next? I'm going to guess. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Let's go to Hackverse Anonymous. They seem to be, you know, they have the pulse of this all. He should have Hackverse. And, uh, you know, I, you know, they're, uh, they trash me a lot too, but. Uh, we'll do some subreddit surfing, and we'll, and we'll. Uh, this is a good show. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> what did John say next? Here are your choices. Number one. Uh. Uh. uh I don't know what this means. Next. Why can't I log back into Reddit? <laughs> Four. Sodomy. <laughs> In a sing-song voice. <laughs> Lastly. Forget it. Uh, to poke. A dabbler. All right. I'm going to say something bold. I was thinking... I'll just say this, but no, I'm going for it. I bet he does all five of those things in that order. <laughs> That's what I'm going to guess. And I'll send it over to you, Andy. What do you think? Hmm. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to go with B. Yeah. That, that that was the first one I was actually going to go with. Lucy Tightbox. I'm going to go with him sing-songy and sodomy. Okay. Very possible. Annie? Why can't I log back in? John yep. has issues with that repeatedly. Yes, he does. And he was talking about getting into Hackverse, and that would make sense. And then producer Chris, what do you think? Oh, you blew my mind with that fucking I know, bullshit. This is very possible, doesn't it? Uh, but <laughs> it my instinct works. says, uh, uh, uh. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I like that song. <laughs> I don't know what this means. Could somebody tell me what this means? Hold on, oh. I'm, make sure I'm missing some of these. Who won that one? Fucking uh, Andy. Andy got it? Yeah. Congratulations. Andy rules. Well done. <laughs> um, thank you, William Borgeson. I paid off your bet to sign for 100 last week. Since you reneged on a bet, I would expect nothing less from you. Well, uh, he said I didn't have to pay him as long as I unblocked him. I 
I've, I have unblocked them, so I think we're all quits. That's all for this time. <laughs> Forgot about Come that. back next time. Quits is different from quid. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he used yeah. to say quid, which also was incorrect. Yeah, I think you are quits. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he used to use that. Someone must have finally schooled him from the pub and said that's out. Oh, that. there we go. <laughs> Sorry, Cardiff. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you have the subreddit surfing skills enough to poke a dabble. Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Do it. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. All right. I have to play for you. This one came up on Tukey Soup this morning, and I thought it would be perfect for a poke uh, a dabbler game. I have to play this clip for this. It's incredible. So. No, but I'm not going to take too much of your time. I I mean, obviously, I'm going to play the clip. But I do like you, Stevie. Like, you are, like, to me, like, Ray. You're just, like, a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... Okay, I thought you were going to say I'm a art... I don't want to say the word, but I thought you were going to say... It. <laughs> I like you, oh, Stevie. No. You're like Ray. You're a re... No, 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 no. No, no, I, I like Ray. You don't like Ray? I love Ray. I'm breaking his balls. I'm sure he'll he'll... This will get back to him. <laughs> no, I just think you guys are like that. Like you don't have. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to remember how much further I gotta go. I would say it's a little further. I, think. I can't. I can't even set this game up because I wouldn't even know what else to tell you. John says it's not as easy as it looks. Huh? <laughs> no, I, know, I, I, I didn't prepare for this one, unfortunately. But as soon as I saw this, I went, "Oh my god!" This would have stumped me. There's no way I would have guessed what John says next. In, you know. A horse in the fucking game. You know, I forget the fucking phrase, but you don't. You know, you just like Do- a dog in a fight. We don't have a dog in the yeah, fight. You don't have a dog in the fight. You don't have a horse in the game. Game. All <laughs> <laughs> those horse games. What a fucking moron. What did John play next? <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Uh, this is just a quick uh, leftover thing I wanted to talk about. You know, John's been hitting on Kate Meany pretty openly and actively for a couple of months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Kate stopped responding to him for a while. And then she started to again when they went on MLC together. And um, John sent her a ring light. And he's been patting himself on the back ever since. You know, he studied lighting in college. So he knows all about the ring light. And so uh, Kate tweets out good morning with a selfie. And uh, John responds, cool. I can't wait to see you with the light. You'll love the improvement. These idiots don't realize it's all in the lighting. Coming from a guy who looks like a gargoyle regularly. (laughs) (laughs) Who is great at lighting. Yeah. Work on your uh, lighting, ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine responding to this? Good afternoon. With, hey, remember I got you that thing? Don't forget about me getting you that thing that you didn't ask me to do. Is he nagging her? Yes. Is he nagging her? Yes. You'll love the improvement. Like, you need my light to make that. That picture looks terrible that you just took. You need yeah. my light. Yeah. The lighting <laughs> that in that joke. picture is actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah. no shit. Bask in the lighting of my celebrity. <laughs> Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. You know what that means? Fucking hell. Everyone's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode. And I'm happy to tell you 
that we do have Ray DeVito coming on the show this weekend. And also a special guest who's never been on the show before. And I'm very excited about. We'll be checking out uh, a couple of things. But the main category will be this. Good morning, Chloe. I'm, <laughs> Good morning, Chloe. I'm Jasmine Danger Starshine, host of Dear Jazzy. Back at it again. Fuck what you heard. I'm on the usual bet. Language. What's up? Language. 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 Fuck. Language. Ah! Your baby. I'm You're... sorry. My show is so vulgar. You're recording in the daycare, Jazzy. I'm I know. Sophie Elizabeth, counter extraordinaire, timeless kindergartner, all around big girl, except this week I'm a little baby girl because I lost about little sisters. Sophie Elizabeth Starling. Woo! You forgot Woo! to say good morning, Chloe. Good morning, Chloe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a show called The Usual Bet. Came in from Jonathan Bunch. Let me read to you how Jonathan described this show to me. They are an ABDL podcast where the two transsexual hosts talk about wearing and shitting in diapers, then have a bet, and loser has to wear a diaper to the next show. Gives me an idea for the Wheel of Consequence. <laughs> Give it a listen. <laughs> so I, I just love that everyone was sitting there watching you read this, and Annie was the only one that reacted until you explained the shitting in diapers part. Why do you know that, Annie? <laughs> <laughs> with Dick Masterson. Yes, yeah. that is true. We did get to do it with uh, on the Dick Show. He actually had one of these diaper wearers on his show after we reviewed his podcast. But yes, the ABDL are these uh, adults that wear diapers. It's adult baby <laughs> diaper lovers, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least now we know who the special guest is. So I, th- I think Ray will have fun with this, right? I'm trying to set him up for success <laughs> on this one. I think it'll be uh, a good time for all. All right. I want to thank you guys so much. I know it's been a long one today. A lot of stuff going on. You know, when I went to two days a week, I thought we'll have short episodes on Wednesdays, rush through a couple things. Then we have the longer episodes on Saturdays. So much is going on now in the Dabbleverse. I can't keep up. Maddox is back. Howard has COVID. Southern John's a moron. There's just so much going on. Well, you're doing the responsible thing of covering it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Three hours at a time. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Andy Q Public, all apologies podcast. What's going on with that? Yeah, we are... Really leaning hard into the March 9th subreddit surfing live. We I want to encourage everybody to buy tickets and come to the show. I, and I also want to point out that it's not just the All Apologies podcast. We have special guest producer Chris, uh-huh. special guest Carl Hamburger sitting in on the on the show. So wait, Chris is on the show. I'm out. I'm out. Carl's on the show. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we put out a, uh, an episode about Olivia Jane and uh, Lori Loughlin mm-hmm. and the Felicity Huffman Water City Blues nice. scandal. That's what we covered on this week's episode. Please check it out. Very good. We'll check out all apologies wherever you get your finer podcasts from. And then Lucy Typebox is on YouTube with Once Over with Kaylee. Mm-hmm. C-A-Y-L-E-Y. Yeah. Spell it. Uh, yeah, this week a uh, couple of videos came out. I did A Boy and His Dog, uh, which is a 1977 movie um, that is set in 2024. So I did a movie review of that. I also did a movie review of The Hills Have Eyes. And I was on um, Hack the Movies with Tony doing the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. So nice. Busy, exciting week. That's excellent. Check that out, everybody. Of course, Cardiff Electric has uh, subreddit surfing. And potato soup is that on uh, Sunday night? Uh, I'm not sure about this Sunday. There's, okay. it is getting a little deep into playoffs now, <laughs> or we're getting into playoffs now. So. <laughs> yes, good point. Uh, yeah, CarlsonComedy.com. 
Uh, go there for tickets March 9th, subreddit surfing. Very uh, good. We're considering replacing our opening act with uh, Lucy Typebox's thing, so go buy tickets now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to do stand-up that you were going to write for me. Well, this is changing now. I want to sell some tickets here, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, Annie. What are you up to? Next week, Dylan from Somewhere and I will be playing and talking about the Batman Arkham Asylum game from 2009. And you can find them on YouTube.com slash at WITGS. Very good. We'll look for that. Guys, please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. All right, let's get right into it. We're running over. Do we have any new reviews, Annie? Yep, I got two. And the first one is from Oof HH, January 4th, 2024. Review this show. Here's a few show for you guys. Tales from the Stinky Dragon and Greetings Adventurers. Oh, giving us suggestions for uh, shows to look at. Five stars? I'm going to guess fives. <laughs> That's five. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. The second one comes in from Knucklehead, 1946, January 6, 2024. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. I've tried to watch <laughs> through one of John's recent Patreon episodes on YouTube for the first time today. I will never get tired of listening to you guys slap him around. He is a legendary jackass. The Dabbleverse will outlive, outweigh everything else John has bluttered it to. This is his legacy. Oh, wow. that's one star for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. I'm going to guess that's a five-star review. Yep, that's another five-star review. All right. Very good. I'm glad to hear that, guys. If you haven't reviewed our show, or maybe you have, but there's other platforms out there we appreciate. It helps the algorithm, helps people find the show, and uh, that's always appreciated. I'm going to play some voicemail, starting with the great Sea Moose. Listen closely, Lucy. I will. Hey, Carl, it's the great Seamus here. How do I get in on this uh, Lucy Typebox bachelorette? Anyway, uh, call me back. <laughs> That's it. That's how you do it right there, great Seamus. <laughs> I listened uh, very carefully. We have another contestant. Excellent. Coming in. Got to write this down at some point. I know it's Deluxe, bad practice guy, yeah. cow photographer, great Seamus. Why do you keep forgetting Kindy? Kindy, thank you. Uh, Polly in Dirty Jersey, probably. <laughs> I know uh, explaining things to John is completely futile, but um, could somebody let him know that when people say his daughter looks like Gary, not so much making fun of her. Making fun of you, John. Making fun of you. Saying your wife cheated on you with Gary, and you raised his kid. You stupid cuck idiot. <laughs> Back. Yeah, good points. Thank you very much. All right. Speaking of Deluxe, now, I don't know if you listened to the most recent WTP. I did. He was fighting sharks. Yeah, I was very impressed. I was worried about his arm. Then I felt a little bit better. <laughs> okay. Things were good. We you didn't feel bad about the sharks? We have an update. All right. Oh, boy. Carl Deluxe on the left coast. Real quick. This is embarrassing, so keep it on the low. I'm not allowed to fight sharks anymore. Coast Guard informed me my penis is too large. So they saw me as a oh, wow. um, octopus and they like a six foot one octopus and they were coming my way. So I'm going to do something else like help with retards and triples and stuff like that with my spare time. <laughs> nice. And it's embarrassing, but it's not like I go around taking pictures of 
you know, NorCal fives and Cal bikinis. That would be mortifying. Peace. Oh, wow. This competition's already getting a little catty. <laughs> I like it. I like it, too. I also like that he threw in there that he was over six foot because I think that yes. a cow photographer was boasting about he being was. over six foot. He said, you wear any heels you want. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Very, Poor, very Lucy interesting. Poor guy, though. No breaks, that guy. I know. He <laughs> lost his arm. And now his penis is too big to fight sharks. His only passionate life. <laughs> All right, this is uh, some news. Hey, Carl. Uh, I found something that you might find interesting. I was looking through uh, John's IMDb page, and I found a show that I haven't heard anyone mention uh, before. It's called Tripping the Rift. I just thought it was strange because John brags about everything that he's been in. Sure. Uh, It's a really shitty-looking, like, CG animated sci-fi show from like the mid 2000s. Uh, it says he's a writer and actor on it, so uh, I don't know. It might make interesting fodder for like a bonus episode or something. Anyway, uh, don't call me back. Um, I didn't know he wrote a I yeah writing. Wrote, I'm surprised. Voice acted a couple times, but. Yeah, it was it was a piece of shit. You're right about that. Well, let's check it out because I watched well, the pilot yeah. <laughs> up until the point where John starts talking. John is the spaceship, or he's the computer in the spaceship. Oh, good, and I, he does amazing. Well, go ahead, Cardiff. I guess if you never get your lines right and you just they just take whatever yeah, you, you, you add, you're, you're a writer. It. Yeah, right. Um, I love John's character acting here. A lot of times with cartoons, you want to put on a fun voice to illustrate whatever character. You're playing. And perhaps get more work. Sure. The Nook, set the course to the nearest time port. We're not moving. Bob, come on, Bob, you agoraphobic. Let's get going. You know, Tanuk, I may be a spaceship who ironically has a fear of space, but do you always have to refer to me as such? Being reduced to a one-word label hurts. How much like if I did that to you? Oh, please. Like you could sum up any of us with a one-word description. Okay, whatever you say. Bitch, uh, whore, slacker, wimp, uh, thief. Uh, you know, if he wasn't so fast... You don't think he wrote that? <laughs> he might have. He might have. That seems pretty terrible. All right. Nate from Flint calling in. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. It's late Sunday night, and uh, I honestly think you have an apology to issue to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen in particular. You've said a lot of, frankly, very mean things this uh, this a fall and uh they were unwarranted so well while i do appreciate you adopting the lions as your uh next team your bills proved it man can't forget my catchphrase fuck you (laughs) thanks nate yeah wow what a weekend that was if anyone uh, watched vinnie paulino and myself i know kevin brennan did he was talking about it uh watched us watching football on sunday night somehow the Bills became the number two seed in the AFC. I didn't think they had it in them, <laughs> yeah. but go figure. They Despite won the themselves, they... they won the division. Well, Josh Allen is really the one trying to give the game away. The defense is playing yeah, well. Oh, my God. He's Running game was me. pretty good, but I know Josh sometimes just makes some really bad decisions. Anyway, the point is, I never had any doubt. 
I always knew the Bills were going to win the AFC East. <laughs> I was saying it all year. <laughs> so, all right, Pittsburgh. We'll see what you got on Sunday. A Sunday 1 o'clock game, my favorite. Very exciting stuff. Paco calling in. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. You know, overall, I would like to say that I enjoyed Saturday's show, but there was one part in particular that really stuck out to me, and it felt so fucking corny. I hated it. I felt so fucking, so fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Like you was fucking, like you, <laughs> like you were a hack or something. You and Doug. All right, so it was the part where me and Doug's like, oh, Carl, what was the worst podcast you ever heard? And then you over here entertained it, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. This shit sounds so fucking fake and corny. And that producer, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> Oops, I answered the question, honestly. <laughs> that is bad. Uh-oh. I'm glad I don't edit these anymore. <laughs> Why did that just start up? Because it sounded cool. <laughs> Show is trying to end itself at this point. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're still here. Hey. Yeah. Everybody else is leaving. I don't know why I'm not. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was like, no, Carl, no, don't do this. And fuck you, me, Doug, for asking him, well, is the worst time shut the fuck up for this fucking bitch. Oh, I can't even think. I just had a stroke. How bad it fucked me. Anyways, uh, I'll see you guys later. You know what I'm saying? I had a uh, stroke. Shout out to Johnny Kush and the fucking Kush Army. You know what I'm saying? Holding hold me down to shit. All right, later. Shout out to Johnny Kush. All right, thank you, Paco. Thanks for keeping us in line. Appreciate that. Uh, Polly from Dirty Jersey checking in. Hi, Cole. It's Jerry in San Diego. Actually, it's Paulie in Dirty Jersey. Sorry, I gave it Thank away. God you stopped that marketing horse shit and started entertaining the masses for free. As we know, I get up asshole early to clean toilets every day, so I see a shitload of commercials every morning. Some would call that a form of marketing. The two most annoying ones are, coming in at number two, two is a fucking Jew lawyer who wants to sue everyone he comes across. If you were seriously injured in an accident, call 1-800-JEW-BAG. That's 1-800-J-E-W-B-A-D-G. And coming in at number one, number one is that cunty doctor that invented the deodorant for your twat. Guess yeah, what, ladies? I've seen if that. it stinks, hose it out. Thank you, fuck you, bye. Yeah, don't just cover it. Or let me hose it out. I've seen that commercial. They played on, like, Saturday football games for some reason. That woman comes out, she's just like. Big demographic. She's like, this is deodorant for anywhere. I'm like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Could also be specifically here. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I know where anywhere is. All right. Gross. Monday's checking in. Hey, it's Monday's again. Uh, so I'm listening to the new episode, and you're discussing Patrick Michael as to why he's constantly kind of given so many opportunities, he's fucking them up. I can tell you why. It's not a fear of success. Um, it's a fear of success the wrong way. He's constantly, you know, making new YouTube accounts and uh, trying to rebrand himself, coming up with new names. That shit that Chris Chan did for years, not because he was trying to rebrand himself, but because he was trying to hide from the trolls. Patty is trying to constantly rebrand himself to get away from you guys mm. because you're the only ones that give him attention. And he knows that if he gets big through the Anthony Cumia show, WATP or the Dick show, he will be big but not because he's good, but because you guys think he's funny, and that's not how he wants to be big. Better be lucky um, than good. He, Patrick is obviously autistic. That's all I'm going to say. 
All right, call me back. All right, thank you for that observation. Troy in Seattle had a very similar take on that. Perhaps you're on to something, although now Patty's definitely embracing this. He's all in. So he's working with people, he's putting out shows, he's doing it, live streaming, so that's good. Oh, I meant I should have asked Annie about that. She left. Should have asked her about how he's been bad-mouthing her lately. Oh, well. What a dick. This is Vinny the Voluminous. <laughs> the answers are Cheers, Camry, and Carl. Envelope, please. Name a bar, a car, and a cunt. <laughs> that sounds done, sir. Very good. <laughs> Some people are not a fan of Gary's new bet. More like Gardini the Fagnificent. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. It's harsh words. Oh, other people love it. In fact, Robert sent in an intro for it. It is time now to introduce a renowned caller, a mystic from San Diego. All-seeing, all-knowing, all-omniscient. Famous sage, seer, soothsayer, and former listener to Howard Stern. The Great Gardini! I hold in my hand the envelope. This envelope, as even a 60-year-old drunk could plainly see, has been hermetically sealed. It's been kept in a mayonnaise jar under Baba Booey's porch since noon today. No one knows the content of this envelope, but for you! in your meandering and borderline mystical way, can divine the answer, having never before seen the question. And now, the envelope. All right, here it is. The shortest Gary call of all time. Gary in uh, San Diego. Hey, where are these promised A-listers that John keeps talking about? (laughs) I'm still waiting. Rock and roll. Oh, yeah. We finally had an intro for your band and everything. I know. And you're I like, had the drum roll ready. Just keep that one on hand. He'll be All back. Right, I'll okay. keep it up here just in Amazing. case. <laughs> All right. So the next caller, this guy is our half black gay listener. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want to be referred to that as anymore. And yet okay. you keep referring to him as that. Well, we got to transition this. I'm a marketing guy. I understand right, how this all works. Right, all right. You know, first it's uh, Kinko's FedEx. And then it's FedEx office. You got to slowly. So he's our half black. What? Half black, two thirds gay, a quarter Puerto Rican. Uh, I can't come up with slurs fast enough for that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, What were you calling him a month ago? (laughs) Hey, Carl. It's Tim. I just wanted to call in and congratulate you and your bill for destroying fucking Vinny and his shitty dolphins. Uh, I was quite proud of you in that moment. Uh, on a related note, I don't know what's going on, but everyone in the Dabbleverse, Dabbleverse constantly saying go blue as a Buckeye, as, as we blue. fucked up yeah, wah, wah. Like, three times uh, losing to them the past couple of years. Um, it, it ripped my heart open a little bit. Um, I know there's nothing, none of your guys' fault, but it makes me sad inside. Uh, also, I was thinking maybe I should join the whole date Lucy Tidepox thing. Um, Lucy, I'm gay, so you don't have to worry about sex, and we can watch movies, and I can judge your clothing and how bad you look in that dress. 
Cool. Anyway, uh, call me back. Bye. Wow, what a pickup line. I didn't even want to fuck you, so that's pretty great, right? Yeah. Have a sexless life and be insulted. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like normal life. That's wow. why we're doing the dating show, no? <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, my gosh. Someone else wants it. Now we got to figure out how many contestants we're going to have for this thing. Sounds like a lot. Hey, Carl. It's Mr. Magenta. You know, I got a theory about the uh, type of guys that Lucy is into. You know, she brought that horrible musical show to Wednesday's episode. Mm -hmm. But by the end, she was like, I don't know. I kind of like this guy. And then I remember a couple weeks ago, she also brought a show by some loser. And at the end, she was like, I don't know. I kind of like this guy. (laughs) So I got this theory that maybe she's into schlubby, not that attractive, untalented, unfunny kind of loser guys. (laughs) I I don't know. It's just a theory. On a completely unrelated note, I'd like to throw my hat in the ring for the <laughs> challenge. I did write that parody song where I barely changed any of the lyrics, so I think I qualify. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Mr. Bridges, I don't want to say that you're accurate in your assessment, but she did just turn red just now <laughs> as you were describing that. So. I don't understand how he's seen photographs of all of my exes. You are in, Mr. Magenta. I'm listening to the emergency broadcast, and I'm confused. So this guy's complaining about Joey C sending out his info because people might fuck with him like he's doing to Joey C? Makes no sense. This guy is a fucking idiot. All right. Love you. I was a little confused by that as well. So, all right. No more surprise guests except for this Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered I already announced that. (laughs) Hypocrite! (laughs) Even producer Chris, who's a good buddy of mine. (laughs) All right, last one. I just got around to watching the episode on the wedding speeches, and I noticed that Lucy's Van Tee was a skinless shirt. Maybe next episode she should be shirtless and show her skin. Hmm. Wow. Uh. Great joke. I, <laughs> I like these self-deprecating yeah. voicemails. It's like, oh, I just want to see your top. I appreciate <laughs> everything about that. All right. Of course. You, you got a few compliments on your uh, skinless tea. Yeah, I did. I was really I shocked. I've had that shirt for like 20 years at least. So hmm. wow. I'm finally getting compliments <laughs> on it. When you were 12. <laughs> cool. <Yep. laughs> All right. Well, this has been a lot. Thank you all for hanging out with us, Cardiff. Always good to see you. Is it? I feel like I spent yes. the whole day with you, Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Don't ruin the bit. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't ruin the bit. That's a good point. All right. Andy, thanks for coming in remotely, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I got to do this thing. I forgot. Oh, oh wait. Uh, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I can't wait till John finds out that Carl doesn't know AM PM. Oh, I know. I know. I know shit. <laughs> he doesn't know t- the time zones. He doesn't know time zones. I don't know AM PM. I'm an idiot. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Oh, that's the other thing, too. Kevin Brennan came out of joke. <laughs> Brennan's so obsessed with numbers and how many live viewers every fucking show is. So we did that emergency show. We had like 1,500, 1,600 people watching. And then Uncle Rico came out, and they had 700. But then he's going, but then I'm watching Carl, and he's watching the football game with Vinny Paulino. There's like 300 people. So I guess if you talk about John, you get this many. And if you do this, 
Kevin, relax. And for the first time, I'm going to say, yeah, FKB. Bye, Brennan. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. <laughs> Guess what? This the episode's a- over. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Fucking hell. A plane has hit. I rewatch at Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. 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 Boom.